Hello and welcome to Thrill Seekers, arguably the worst named movie podcast on the internet. I'm your co-host Matt and joining me is my other co-host Ned. Hello. Again. Hello. <laughs> Again. It's uh, our second hello of the evening. Welcome to part B. Part B. Yeah. yeah. The second part of episode 28, which is yep. actually the, the meat of the episode. Yes. So it wasn't meat like that. The meat. Meat. The meat. The tea the was prominent in meat. The meat. Meat. <laughs> So this is where we, uh, well, normally three idiots talk about three films, but we're yeah. missing an idiot today still, because obviously we're recording this, well, seven minutes since we finished part A. <laughs> yes, yeah. So big breaks. Toilet break, drink oh. break, and hoodie break. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, because <laughs> at the end of the last episode, I said, however long it would take me to have a wee. Yeah. And then I've just said seven minutes. <laughs> Not all that was wee time. That's a long wee. <laughs> <laughs> I've not got problems <laughs> although I am nearly 40 so can't be far away oh man don't it's amazing <laughs> oh. yeah let's not talk about that yeah, that's, yeah. that's depressing anyway let's talk about <laughs> being 12 <laughs> yeah so, anyway what we got up this week then so this week is Mads Mickelson week and Big bad Mads yeah and I have chosen Polar from Netflix you have and I've chosen Flame and Citron, which mm-hmm. I've never heard of until we started looking through Mads' back catalogue. Yes. And Steve chose Another Round. Yeah. Which is arguably one of his biggest films, I would say. Yeah. Maybe it's just because it's one of his most recent. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, two two subtitled baddies in there today. Yeah. Well... Well, this week. <laughs> yeah, you sometimes <laughs> complain about reading films, and then you picked uh, yeah. a week with a Danish actor. So. Yes. Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> That's going to happen. Yeah, I was like, oh, Samurai Week. Yeah, let's let's do Mads Week. I can avoid, <laughs> I can avoid the subtitled one then. And then I thought, fuck's sake. <laughs> There's two subtitled films. <laughs> yeah, we've got Samurai Week coming up next week. I can't remember what I picked for that, but we'll worry about that at the end. Lone Wolf and Cub. Shit, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I've picked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a really film for you as well. Yeah. Fuck, I need to find that. <laughs> we'll find it from somewhere. <laughs> we always do. Yeah, we'll get all of it. <clears throat> so shall we do these in alphabetical order like we normally do? Yeah. In that case then, because Steez is up first because it's another round and that, that's an A. That's, that's fine. How, that's how the alphabet works. And a. obviously, spoiler alert, because there's going to be spoilers throughout yes. all three films. Yes, thank you for saying that because Too I good. am utterly shit at remembering stuff. It's only like that. because I've got it written down in front of me. <laughs> Maybe I should. Yeah. Ooh, and I've not even got my notes up in front of me. I've got, <laughs> I've got the recording program. The pros, the pros that we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I can see is just a red line going across with ups and downs in it. Yeah. And then something that's telling me I should probably knock the volume down a bit. Nice. Oh, getting, uh, getting good at this shit. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Where is it? Another round. There we go. So this is <clears> Steve's <throat> film. So Steve, as as he does with the, every time he misses one of these, for for reasons, he's not yeah. just he's not he's not got he's not going to wall. Yeah, he's got reasons. <laughs> uh, he sent me through his summaries and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So for the, another round, it's a little bit longer because it's his his intro. So I'll, I'll do that now. So directed by Thomas Vinterberg, who also did The Hunt and Far from the Madding Crowd. I've ah. seen neither of those. You've seen The Hunt, I've seen you? The Hunt. I didn't realise he did that. Yeah, it was him and Mads as well. Oh, wow. You've I not want... seen The Hunt? No. It's one of them ones that I, I, I know I'll enjoy it, but I yeah. think it'll just make me incredibly angry for two hours. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I keep putting it off. It but I know film. Mads is meant to be ace in it, and oh. the film's meant to be good, if not depressing. I cried. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll probably be close knowing that. I know the, yeah, rough the, plot. the plot of it, yeah. Uh, this film, another round, it's got Mads Mikkelsen in as Martin, mm-hmm. Thomas Bo Larson as Tommy, Magnus Milang as Nikolai, or Nikolaj, I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Yeah. And Lars Ranth, 
called Osrantha as Peter. I yeah. apologise to anyone out there that's Danish. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, we don't have any Danish listeners. There was, we have one Russian listener randomly that's turned up. Okay. So actually, yeah, if you are listening to this, then you're <laughs> the Russian guy that crops, or, or woman, yeah. that crops up on the, the geographical listens <laughs> splodge that we see. Splodge. <laughs> it just goes blue. That in term the splodge. Yeah, in, in, in that bit. Let us know if there's a... Any any Russian films that you want us to cover? Yeah, because like, um, I'm sure there's a Russian film that I watched before, and it was called. I've read the books. Um, the Night Watch. Night Watch. I've, yeah, yeah, I've seen Day Watch. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I've got the first book. Yeah, never read. I didn't read it. I started reading it years and years and years and years ago. Mm. Fifteen years ago. Fifteen years. And, uh, <laughs> and I never finished it, and I'm not sure why because it was really good. Twilight Watch as well. It's three, three or four of them. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. There's vampire thing in it. Yeah. 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 I might, uh, yeah. I need to watch them again actually. Mm. <laughs> that I heard that from <laughs> headphones. That's no, Matt scratching his the, beard, the, <laughs> <laughs> or scratching his face under his beard. Not yeah, his beard. His beard's not sentient. No, it's no. not got nerve endings. No. <laughs> Imagine if it did. Jesus Christ! Mind Mind this is why we don't do it. It is getting alone. large. To be fair, it, it is. It is yeah. dangling a bit. Yeah, it is. It's a nipple tickler. <laughs> She's <laughs> no, not that late after I've quite high up nipples for that. You'd have, you'd have problematic nipple I've had nipples on my neck. <laughs> neck nipples. <laughs> oh, dearie me. So the synopsis for another round. That oh, we're talking written. about that way. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we just stopped talking about films and just let, just ourselves, on. let ourselves go. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't it make... Actually, it'd probably be more entertaining. It probably would be, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, especially if there's a camera involved. <laughs> So synopsis, four teachers embark on an experiment where they sustain a certain level of alcohol intoxication during their everyday life, believing that all people in general would benefit from a higher blood alcohol content. The film follows their results. I get the feeling that Steve wrote that quickly. Right. Because that's not up to his normal level of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that was just he knocked it out in about four <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and he has given it an eight out of ten. Yeah. Saying that there's some strong performances in this, particularly from Mads. Hmm. Felt the emotional the emotional roller coasters everyone was going through. So many different feels in this movie and conveyed very well. Surprisingly, no alcohol was around on set. Ah, no way. I think I've read some trivia out a little bit early. I actually so apparently there was no alcohol on set. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's how that just proves how good of actors they are because I watched that thinking that maybe they are pissed. <laughs> yeah, they did in it some of so the scenes. Well. Yeah, yeah. So what's your uh, what have you given it? Um, so I love this film also. Um, I think it was really funny in some of the places. Um, it's got a good boost of sadness as well. Obviously, the pacing was amazing. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't bored at any point, and I just I was just always on the edge thinking, well, what are they going to do next? And when they start obviously talking about upping the alcohol percentage, I'm just like, this is going to get crazy. Yeah, and it does. <laughs> it, yeah, um, it does. It does. <laughs> yeah, but I give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Even is this the first time you've seen it? This is the first time I've seen it um, advertised at the cinema. I, well, yeah, when, when it was obviously trailered out. and like 2019, I, was like, I think it started yeah. being advertised. I was like, I need to go and watch this. Yeah, me too. So, and then when it came out, I didn't get around to it. Yeah, so it was definitely on the list, so I'm glad that it was picked. Yeah, me too. But yeah, yeah, I was really glad film. this was picked. I, I agree, I agree. I thought it was excellent. I've given yep. it a 9 out of 10 as well. Yeah. I thought it was really strong. The performances were excellent. Oh, like, like Steve said, particularly Mads and the guy that played Tommy. Yes. Uh, Thomas Bo Larson. Yep, he's the, the PE teacher. Yes, yeah, I yeah. think both of those were great. <laughs> and the other two were great as well, but I thought in yeah. particular they both stood out. <laughs> uh, it felt it felt kind of very realistic it as did. a film. It didn't feel like it didn't feel like I was watching actors or I was watching something that didn't Oh I got that feeling. This if someone had told me this was a true story, yeah. I would have hundred percent believed it. Yeah. I'd be like, Yeah, this 
seems like it could genuinely have happened. I thought yeah. the, the direction and the way they portrayed it, mm. it just felt real. It didn't feel filmy. I believed in the bond that they were genuinely all friends yeah. as well. And they all worked in the school. And I could imagine... I could imagine like us doing this sort of thing and just the camera crew following us and it looking pretty similar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If this had been filmed in, with like that slight documentary style to it, I'd yeah. Like, yeah. It feels, <laughs> it feels legit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And I just thought it was, I liked it was the four friends trying to paper over the, their perceived cracks in mm. their lives. Yeah, so definitely. It's essentially, yeah. it's a, it's a midlife crisis film. Yeah. And I could have watched this for another hour and yeah, I got bored. It's two hours long and I could have happily sat there for yep. another 50% of that again. Yeah, I may, definitely. And I would have been equally as engaged and enjoyed it. Yeah. Probably would have had to pause it to get a cup of tea, but you know, I'm an old British man, of course I do. <laughs> so that's what we do. Yeah. If it's not beer, it's tea. Yeah, it's got to be tea. <laughs> so the story in this... I thought it was really, really strong. I've mm. seen a lot of midlife crisis films yep. over the years. And now we're pushing 40, mm. which isn't midlife, by the way, before no. anyone thinks that that is. We're still <laughs> nine years away from scientific midlife. Yeah. 47, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I checked because so we're still young men, mm. according to some science that I've not looked any deeper into. <laughs> something might say something different. <laughs> but yeah, most midlife crisis films that I've seen, they either fall into comedy yeah. or drama. Mm. And this kind of bridges both yeah. quite well. But every other one that I've seen f- feels like it ends with the same message. Yeah. And that's always, it, it's okay to get older and accept that. Uh-huh. So things like, even Grown Ups, the Adam Sandler one, Wild yeah, Hogs, yeah. Yeah. which I do quite like Wild Hogs. Yeah, that's cool. That. Yeah. John Travolta, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> I really enjoyed that. But they all kind of end on the same note that mm. they've learned a lesson, it's okay to get older. Yeah. And it absolutely is, of course it is. Yeah. This film doesn't end on that same note. No, it doesn't. I think it can do if you want to read it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I took the last scene mm. as a bit ambiguous. Right. So if I hopefully will make sense when I'm trying to explain explain why I think I'll just say what Steve said about the last thing because he has put something on here my phone's yeah. turned itself off sorry it's alright because I think he would probably disagree with me when I'm talking about it yeah but he's not here to argue so I'll just put his, <laughs> his point across <laughs> first uh, where's he put I'm glad that the film ended on a positive note with them celebrating with the students and seems to try to engage the notion of living in the moment hmm. yeah actually yeah that's that's not that's not completely dissimilar to what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, so the end to me. Yeah. You can either... I thought you could read it one or two ways. So yeah. it was a little bit ambiguous to me. Tommy's just died. Yeah. And I'm unsure if... And this is another a, a different point, if you might be able to mm. put your thoughts in on it. Whether Tommy went out on his boat because he was drunk and had an accident uh, and died. Yeah, or no, whether man. Tommy went out... Intentionally, um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was left fairly open. I read it as intentionally because he took his dog with him. Yeah, yeah. To be like, I'm with my dog. This is the only person I love, and yeah, that's I lean towards. Yeah, he's killed not, himself. Not an accident. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. puts a oh, it's a massive bleaker tone to the film. To oh yeah, extent. it's massive. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, because I was unsure if I was thinking, am I reading too much into this? But mm. if we're both sort of sitting on the same page, yeah. But anyway, Tommy's just died. They finished the funeral. They're sitting in a bar, so the three friends that are left. Yeah. Uh, raising a beer to Tommy. Mm-hmm. And I've cut ahead to the end, and I'm sorry. And then the students that have just graduated school. Yeah. 
drive past on their yeah. celebration bus. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. The three guys who are teachers go mm. out to celebrate with the kids. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of idolised by the kids at this point because yeah. they think they're great teachers. Yeah. That comes throughout the film. Yeah. Then Madge starts dancing around like a lunatic. Yes. Which was the one of the best scenes in this film. It and was. One of the best scenes I think I've ever seen. He yeah, was, was phenomenal. He really is. Apparently he used to be a gymnast and a dancer. Yeah, I've written that down, yeah. He was um, on my trivia. Yeah, he's a... Uh... Which, yeah, I didn't know till... He used to be a dancer when he was younger. I didn't know that until watching it. No. And I thought, oh, if that's him, he can actually move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I had to look it up. But yeah, yeah he, was, he was he was really good at that. So the, the, that end, mm. they get absolutely battered. Yeah. Which I read as one of two things. It's either a final cathartic blowout. Yeah. Where uh, Martin's started to reconnect with his wife. Mm-hmm. They're still grieving Tommy. They grab the chance to drink for fun like he would have done. Yeah. And uh, you can take it as that uplifting kind of end that I think Steve has took it as. Yeah. Or you can look at it from the other point of view. Throughout the whole film, they're drinking more and more and more and more yeah. in the name of science, in air quotes. Yeah. And the problems that they've got in their life that already exist are exacerbated by the fact that they're getting drunker and drunker and drunker. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. not when they start, when they're drinking moderate amounts but mm-hmm. as they push it further and further yeah uh martin martin's wife leads him yeah. leaves him the others have different problems that mm-hmm. kind of start on being uncovered yeah right at the end like i was saying martin's wife starts to text him again they start yeah. to reconnect which is a good thing yeah at this point it looks like he's given up the drink mm. and then he just goes out and gets absolutely slammed <laughs> with those kids yeah and dancing around yeah so you can look at it from a more bleaker point of view of, yeah, yeah has he just accepted f- fuck it yeah yeah yeah. this is going to cost me a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in my personal life mm. but i don't care <laughs> yeah I mean. i'm gonna drink yeah which is a much bleaker ending than yeah it is definitely yeah. the positive yeah. side of it yeah but yes, I mean, I just thought the I thought the story was was, yeah. was excellent all the way through. I like the fact it seemed to. Did you used to watch The Simpsons? Uh, only if it was on. Never sought it out. Uh, I'll, if it was on in the background, I wouldn't watch it. I'll just know it was on. This might not mean much to you, and I think Steve yeah. would get it when I say. Well, you'll, you'll understand it when I say it. Yeah. There's an episode. I can't remember what episode it is. It's and there's a Homer Simpson quote that he says alcohol the cause of and solution to most of life's problems. Right. Which is a really good quote. It is a good it's quote. It's played for comedy in The Simpsons, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but this film seems like it's a two-hour study into that <laughs> one quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was I thought was great. Yeah. And I like the fact it didn't vilify booze either. Yeah. It didn't say drinking's bad. Yeah. It didn't say drinking was great either. It kind of just left it up to... Your own, yeah, thoughts. And, yeah. Yeah. The story However just... However you think of it, yeah happened yeah yeah but it, it didn't it didn't say obviously booze is great because let's, let's talk about it a little bit more in order mm-hmm. it starts off with it starts off with a lake doesn't it with the students running around it um doing oh, that god yeah d- that doing that game ridiculously good fun <laughs> it really does it would yeah. kill me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's would... it's pretty much like they're, they're running around the lake aren't they doing like a relay race and they have yeah. to carry a crate of beer around yeah. with them and then every stop they get to they have to neck a beer yeah, every time they get to a bench. Yeah, they have to a drink bench, a that's it. Yeah. And then they have to carry on and the umpire cannot drink. It, yeah, each team's got an umpire. Yeah. Like, 
refereeing them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, and they're, and they're like getting them through the course, aren't they? The umpires. And yeah. then if you're sick, you're out, or you lose. You lose no, time, you lose time. Think, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. If you, if you vomit. Is it, if you vomit <laughs> on your own, you lose time. If you yeah. vomit as a team, yeah. you don't lose time or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It, it, it didn't look huge, the lake. It's no. maybe, maybe what, if we're being generous, a mile. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And they're drinking a beer every every, every bench. bench. And yeah. they've got a crate that's got 24 yeah. ales in it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're absolutely <laughs> hammered by the end. Because what, 17, 18, I'm like guessing, that. looking yeah, at them. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I thought it was interesting midway through the film. Yeah. Obviously, while well, we're talking about this beginning, it's kids drinking, kids to young adults drinking. Mm. That uh, Martin's wife said something along the lines of, "Oh, everybody drinks too much in this country anyway." Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought maybe Denmark's a bit like England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we're a binge drinking culture. Yeah. Really. Yeah. At heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. a go out Friday and Saturday, especially when you're younger. Yeah. Get course. tanked. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. And then leave it for the rest of the week. Yeah. It's, we're not a we're not a nation that doesn't embrace booze. No. Nah, <laughs> nah. Well whereas Italy, like you you'd get, I mean I've been to Italy loads of times and you'd see just picnics in the park and like a little glass of wine for picnic and Yeah. Like they're like seventeen, eighteen year olds just enjoying the meal and the drink. Whereas you yeah. wouldn't see that over here. We <laughs> well, you would in some places, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You but would. the majority of you, you would go out just like seventeen years old. I think I was guzzling white lightning and yeah, messing about. And <laughs> you can't you can't generalize hugely, but yeah, uh, yeah. Culture wise, when we were seventeen, <laughs> eighteen, there's a place down the road called Bosworth. Yes, uh, which obviously Battle of Bosworth. Yeah, and there's a really shit like water park there it's got a really small I say shit but it was lovely but it's got a really small lake yeah like a like a tiny poor version of this Danish one that we've just watched yeah and we, with a bike in it <laughs> yeah and a trolley and when we was like 17, 18 or so when we was in sixth form we would yeah. pile into this place probably six or seven times a year for some yeah. reason we called it Johnny Bosworth don't know why <laughs> we, we personified it and We'd take food, but yeah. like you say, the the picnic and the food wasn't. We'd sit there with a glass, a small glass of red wine, eating a cheese sandwich. Yeah, yeah. It would be a crate of Stella, <laughs> yes, and a pasty. Stella, <laughs> the old good old Stella Artoris. Yeah, <laughs> bit of Artoris. <laughs> the glass of the old wife beater. Nice, video. I don't know why that used to be Stella was called it's wife a thing, beater. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't know why because it's not that strong. It's what five percent. Um. I think they lowered the percentage on it. Did they? Yeah, I think so. I remember it tasting quite strong and it used to mess me in my head. It was, um, I could touch any sort of lager back in the day. I mean, like Carlsberg, Carlin, whatever, John Smith's for ales. And if ever I went on Stella, it just changed me. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it was really weird. Maybe, maybe... That's why it was called a wife bit. Not saying you were wife Oh, no, no, no. I I didn't go, I I went moodier. It was weird. I'm I'm a really happy drunk. When I'm yeah, drunk, yeah, I'm I really like, lovely. I love you, I love you. And when I went on that, I was just, uh, yeah, I just didn't like anybody. Weird. Yeah, strange. Well, it's obviously it's got a reputation for a reason, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I stay away from that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, anyway, we were, yeah. we've gone off on a, on a stellar Artois. 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 I like the play fighting at the beginning um, after they had the meal. And the, I think we were trying to get Martin 
to have a drink <laughs> and he was oh, sitting there yeah. just not drinking and not like having fun and stuff and then towards the end of the meal they're out in the street just climbing all over each other and just falling over I thought that was brilliant yes that meal that's early on isn't it that's yeah. Nicolaj's 40th yes I think it? it was yeah yeah. and it's yeah Martin's <laughs> sitting there yeah. the designated driver with his soda yeah and his mates or the, the, the <laughs> other three are kind of egging him on saying I'll oh, drink this try this vodka velvety and... vodka which I cannot <laughs> fucking believe yeah yeah all yeah. vodka tastes like petrol to me yeah I'll show you some vodka in a minute and that cupboard good vodka yes oh, okay yeah I'll show you some maybe I need to try a good vodka because mm. maybe I've just tried really poor vodka so I hiccuped a bit through that <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so it's this guy's 40th birthday and yeah. that's where he pitches the idea I didn't write down the but I wouldn't have done because I this is Steve's film so I wouldn't have written down all the ins and outs yeah pitches an idea that some philosopher had some danish philosopher that people were born with a blood alcohol content 0.05 percent lower than it should be yes that's it yeah, yeah. and that if you get that 0.05 percent back into you mm-hmm. you become more open to experiences more yep. creative yeah better in your social life better in your personal generally life, better a better person life. yeah yeah generally you're, you're more, more confident yeah. and you're, you're happier yep. kind of that and we everyone that's drank mm-hmm. knows that sweet spot yeah every single person yeah, that isn't lying to themselves, and those that there's that point where you are not before before you get to the invincible point. Yeah, because then you've gone too far. Yeah, because yeah. you're not invincible. But you get to that point where it's a happy feeling. It's a happy place. Yeah, where you yeah, feel yeah, yeah, comfortable yeah. with who you are. Yeah, yeah, and, and that is feel, true. Yeah, that's the point where you could go and I don't know, chat somebody up, go talk to somebody, go yeah. just waffle on about anything to anyone. Yeah, and feel perfectly comfortable. Yeah, like we do on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> we're always at zero point zero. No, we're not. <laughs> but uh, it gets to yeah. So that was what Nicolaj pitches to the rest of his friends. Yeah, Martin then starts drinking because his friends kind of peer pressured him into it. <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah they get really drunk and just start wrestling outside yeah it's amazing uh, that's after they've nagged Martin as well to do his jazz ballet oh that's it yeah so yeah, the yeah. other three have got up and yep. done really bad jazz ballet around yep. the table in the middle of this really posh busy restaurant yeah and even the people that are eating their meals round are not like oh look at these guys they're, <laughs> no, they're, they're stupid they're along. all clapping and like laughing and jazz. I thought that's a really nice scene yeah it was a good scene yeah because thought... that was causing a bit of a commotion because obviously there oh, was yeah. but but it was a nice commotion because it was like ah yes. nice so everyone's having fun. It's just pissed up men. Yeah. But they weren't, yeah, they weren't obnoxious with it. No, no, no. no. And I don't, I don't think there was many points through the whole film where any of them went into hugely obnoxious no, no, terms. No. I was laughing throughout the whole film. I didn't at one point think, what a dick. No. At any of them. No. There's a couple of little bits that it was maybe on the, on the edge, not obnoxious, but where the drink had gone too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think they were ever unpleasant. no stupid no. and pushed it too far yes but never actively mean or cruel yeah yeah which i thought was good mm-hmm. but yeah i think that was th- like those little bits of comedy which yeah. were littered throughout the whole film i say little bits of comedy it was a, co- it's a comedy film it's a comedy drama isn't it yeah 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 but yeah them wrestling them <laughs> fighting them dancing <laughs> every time yeah. they were all together drinking mm. Because it was comedy, because it was funny, it stopped the film feeling really, really dark. Mm. Which, with the subject matter, yeah, it could easily have strayed into. Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of them, Tommy's obviously very lonely. Yeah, as he ends up killing himself. Mm. Martin's wife, Martin's life's kind of falling apart around yeah, his, pretty much around his ears a little bit. He's yeah. sick of his job. He's kind of phoning it in. His wife is checked out. He's checked out of his relationship as well. Yeah, yeah. his kids seem to just ignore him. Mm. 
the Nicolaj, the guy who's fortieth, it was his family life doesn't seem much better. Yeah, his, his kids, kids always <laughs> pissing on him. His kids piss on him in bed. <laughs> yeah. They're little kids, but they're old enough that they shouldn't be pissing the bed. Yeah, and he's like, um, they said, "Well, why are you still with her?" Sort of thing. He's like, "Well, have you seen her? She's hot." <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so he's kind of, and the other guy. You don't really see much about You don't see much about his home. No, he's, he's the pianist. He's yeah. the dance teacher sort of thing, like the music teacher. But no, you don't really see much about him. No, I think a lot of him, his stuff just comes from when he's talking to the kids about anxiety and things. So when yeah. he suffers from anxiety. But yeah, he's kind of probably more peripheral than the other three. Yeah. But I suppose you've yeah. got to draw the line. Yeah. Time-wise, it's something. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. it's like I said, I could have put another hour on this. And I still enjoy oh, it. yeah, if yeah. He'd, if they'd have told his story as well, I'd have been yeah. more than happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because obviously after that gets suggested that they do this um, test, I think Martin's lying on his couch, isn't he, at home, and he says to his wife, am I still fun or something like that? And she goes, well, you're not the same Martin that I met, and he just sort of, that confirms it for him. He's like, right, I've got to do this then. And he takes that as a sign that, okay, I'll I'll try this drinking experiment. Now outside looking in sort of thing, I'm going to try this. And then obviously when he does... And they all sort of like start start stashing stashing alcohol <laughs> everywhere and things, and he's he gets a little bit because obviously it's your first time he's done it, and he gets yeah. to zero point zero five with his breathalyzer, and then he goes to class and he can't say industrialization. <laughs> I was yeah. in bits, <laughs> and then all the students are just sort of looking at him like because obviously they still think he's a bit of a dick then at that point. Yeah, yeah, like, he's oh, not one around at this yeah. point. Yeah, because like that. He's not passing the students off because he's saying you need to study and not bury your head in your phone and that. And then the parents of the kids come in, don't they, and saying, like, you've got to pass my kid or else he won't get into college. And yeah. he's just like, no, they've got to learn. And then he starts, like, relating the material that he's learning to them to relatable material with um, the kids at that. Do you know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. sort of, like, linking it so so, that, so it soaks into them a bit better and yeah. makes it fun. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's what it. teaching is. Yeah, yeah. It's... you've got to make it fun for the people that are learning. Yeah, and you've got to be able to relate. Yeah, the subject that you're teaching to yeah. something that the people that are trying to learn it are interested in. Yeah, he's basically saying that Winston Churchill was an absolute alcoholic, and yeah. t- two of the other leaders. <laughs> and he was. Think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, he definitely said, drank a lot. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it's it's good the way he did that. I liked while well, we're talking about him teaching because yeah, let's say it started off his kids. His, the kids he was teaching his students thought yeah. he was fucking boring and he checked out <laughs> and it didn't really make much sense yeah and the quick lesson it showed you before he started drinking yeah didn't make any sense he starts off talking about the industrial revolution then it yeah, flips to yeah. Churchill then it flits to the war then he goes back to and it's all kind of all <laughs> over the place yeah I liked the first lesson when he's obviously been drinking for a little bit yeah and he's got used to kind of that feeling hmm. when he's talking about voting yeah he's like, who would you vote for yeah. this guy who's drinking this much this guy who's drinking this much or the <laughs> third guy who's only drinks at special occasions is sober mm. except and they're all like oh well, the third guy yeah and it turns out that the first one's roosevelt the second one was churchill and that's it <laughs> yeah that's it yeah. <laughs> i just thought that was a really good scene <laughs> yeah Obviously, and then because they then find him fun at this point because he's doing a lot more yeah uh kind of engaging teaching he's not just sitting there preaching and spilling stuff yeah, off. he's yeah. involved he's yeah. chatting with the kids he's walking around he's doing presentations he's got the touchy feely yeah hand out things and <laughs> yeah that's it yeah yeah you can just tell that the confidence is a lot better as well it's like yeah. when um i think he, i think that nicolaj walks past the classroom and for the beginning when he walked past and everyone was just miserable 
And then yeah. they're all laughing and whooping and going out on lunch or finishing for the day. And he's just sort of nods. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mads and walks away and he's just like, this is working. Yeah. And then obviously when they're on about up in the levels again, um, just to see what how far they can go. I mean, obviously they, they end up going to like the ignition point <laughs> later on in the film. Um, yeah, they push it and push but, it and push it. I mean, it's, it's uh, what is it now? The, the sports teacher... Uh, Tommy, when he's, oh, hide, yeah. he's hiding all of his bottles in the storeroom and that, uh, yeah, that and caretaker, <laughs> yeah, he, he finds all these bottles. He's like, Look, there's one here, there's a hip flask here, there's this here. And he's like, have you told anybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when he's, he's like, yeah, Tommy comes back in and he's obviously stored his drink in the school. In the ro- rolled in the mats and all sorts. Yeah, it, and, and he the, pulls that the bottle of whiskey out with the rolled up <laughs> crash mat. <laughs> One in here too. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Oh, because he's he's teaching them kids obviously to play football and stuff, and there's a little kid that gets like mixed out all the time and specs, specs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just like, um, there was some that, that quote. Yeah, I mean that quote he says, and he's like, gathers all the kids around together in a circle, doesn't he? And he's like, if I'm just gonna spend time with you, little piss ants, you better be. Yeah, yeah. Just spoke to them like they were his mates rather than yeah, seven-year-olds. Yeah, that's they it. That were they? They were about five. I think they were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, go on, Specs, go and get him. And then obviously Specs scores a goal, doesn't it, at some point? Yeah. That was a really, I loved that scene. And me, and he's, really nice. he's like, really, he's like, he's his son, weren't he? He's like, yes. Yeah. He's like getting mad. Well, it's like, because obviously, yeah, he's talking to this kid. Well, he calls Specs because he wears glasses. He never calls him by his name. No. But <laughs> he's talking to him. He obviously, this kid trusts him. Yeah. Because they're singing one of the anthems, aren't they? And he yeah. just holds Tommy's hand. Yeah. Because obviously he's trusting him to... <laughs> he doesn't care that he's not... He's not Tommy's not taking the piss out of him. He's just yeah giving him shit constantly, but yeah, in a good it. way. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what was that other scene I was really laughing at? I mean, he got the... He, I think he got wrecked the most to a point where he was like, he didn't even know what he was doing. Oh, the others could, could sort of control it. Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tommy. I think Tommy was the cautionary tale of the film. Yeah, as yeah. to what can happen if you yeah push it too. I mean, far. don't get me wrong. I mean, when Mads, well, when they all up the alcohol level to something like one or one point five or whichever one it was, and then Mads comes walking into the staff room and all, <laughs> and I he, cackled at this and, bit. And mate, and he like he, he's like sort of like twisting around everyone and like yeah, he's sort of singing and all cool and, and that. And I thought this uh, people are going to notice this, and he just walks into that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Brace his nose or something. <laughs> this is amazing. It's a really good scene. He's kind of elegantly, or as elegantly as he can when he's drunk. Yeah, like whispering past people. Like, yeah. Obviously, because he is a dancer, now, we, now I know that. He's kind of whispering his way around. And yeah. He misses the door and just walks into the door. Straight into the frame. Peter has to go and help him. Yeah, he does, yeah. Oh, so man. no one realises he's drunk. Yeah. I mean, realistically, people will smell it on their breath. Yeah. And I know they try to cover that by saying, I'll snort it instead. Yeah. yeah. And there's a shot, there's a, there's a shot, isn't there? It's either Peter or Nikolaj. I can't remember which one it is, but one of them snorts Smirnoff. Snort Smirnoff, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah, that that's would it. hurt. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I can't remember who it was now. I, th- I think it was Peter, but. Ooh, yeah, could have been. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, um, when they do, again, when they do decide to up the alcohol level and they all, well, I think life's going good for Mads at that point. And he's like, no, I'm out. I'm done. And then yes. they all start mixing that drink. And I was, I was watching it and this is the point where I really wanted a drink in real life. 
yeah. because there was mech in it, and I thought that's an old fashioned. As soon as he cracks out that orange, yeah, it's and the pure spirits, no, no mix or anything, and then they they, they tried it. I was like. I can taste that old fashioned. I, I, if you don't know, I absolutely love old fashioned. I love obviously loving whiskey and stuff. But I've written down what they put in it, and it was bitters, bourbon, um, oranges, ice, sugar, and that's pretty much an old fashioned. But then yeah. they put absinthe in it. Yeah. Um, and when they tried it, they was like, "Wow!" And I thought, <laughs> I've even written down, "I need to try this drink." Yeah, I'll try that immediately because <laughs> I've I've never had absinthe, and I know that it's no. Oh. I know that it's meant to be hallucinogenic when you have quite a lot of it because it's got something in it and I'm not too sure. Yeah, but I think it's, it's in moderation or, to yeah. how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. But I mean... I've drank absinthe and I've never hallucinated. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I don't even know what it tastes like. Is it like aniseed? Is it or... I, I, I honestly can't remember. I couldn't say. I, I can been, imagine it's like a perno or something, but I don't know. It's, I drank it. Maybe I made that up. Uh, where was I? It's a guy called Tom. Yeah. Not the Tom you've met. Another Tom. <laughs> yeah. And he used to carry a bottle of absinthe around <laughs> with him. Jesus. Not like, not in his day to day life, but I mean, when we used to have parties <laughs> and stuff, he'd, he'd yeah. always turn up with a bottle of green absinthe. <laughs> right. And uh, I can remember trying it. I didn't, because I'm diabetic, I didn't. I tried it. Yeah. I drank a, I think I drank like one short of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and nothing else. Yeah. A few times. I've never had more than one. Yeah. So maybe maybe I've just not had enough to to let myself hallucinate. Yeah, <laughs> well yeah, probably maybe. not because one's not going to do anything, is it? Yeah, yeah, true. But I can't remember what it tastes. I think it was aniseed, but I might, yeah. be, I might be getting mixed up with Perno or mm. fucking uh, other stuff. It all ta- it all tastes similar, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, except whiskey, which is the the correct drink of choice. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've even written on my notes as well that we need to get together and try and do something like this, guys. <laughs> That's, again, you can take that as whichever way you, you want to, really. I mean, they even state at the beginning of the film, don't they, we need to watch and be careful. Because they set out guidelines, don't they, that this cannot lead to alcoholism. Yes. It cannot do this, it cannot do this. It's got to be all positive and benefit. And Well, they wrap the whole thing up in like a scientific experiment. Yeah, the put, writing day a paper one. On it, yeah, a yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like scene one or something, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And a scene two, act act three or whatever it was yeah yeah and obviously they start off with the 0.05 percent <laughs> yeah uh bac which goes well mm. and because like and that they all get happier and better and yeah. their personal lives improve <laughs> yeah all the shit that they're bored with disappears yeah and because of that they then push it to was it <laughs> did they double it first they go to one percent i think one percent yeah something like that 0.1 yeah 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 and i think mabs is the first to try that as well yeah because i think Cause that's when he walks into the door yes it <laughs> is yeah that's it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's when he's most happiest isn't it because the, before they have the absinthe which is when he's walk goes to walk out of the apartment he's like no i'm out i'm happy i'm i yeah. feel like i've achieved what i need to achieve and then in the words of mickey flanagan he gets the dreaded flavor because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he sees it on the side and he tries it and he's like oh yeah. <laughs> looks like i'm staying <laughs> and that whole scene so yeah so then after they've done the 0.1 yeah. percent that's gone okay for most of them yeah uh, they've obviously i think they realize at that point then that there's different levels where di- people are successful at yes some people need lower some people need more yeah i think that's quite i think that was put in there yeah yeah but then nicolage is talking about what did he call it i think you said it earlier did they did they call it the ignition point yeah 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 they called it the, the well it was well, the, it was called something else but then he said the ignition yeah yeah, yeah. and that's where you get to the point where you black out yeah 
Was that yeah. what it was at? So I think it was, what, yeah. That's what they aim for then, isn't it? Yeah, they aim to be absolutely spanned and just see what and how it all yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they start writing it In the comforts of their own home, which yes. they fucking leave. Yeah, because they say, <laughs> we'll do this when it's just the four of us so yeah. it doesn't impact on our social <laughs> this or is society. It, yeah. We will lock ourselves stuff. away. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get absolutely <laughs> shit-faced. Yeah. Absolutely spanned. <laughs> Nicolaj's wife comes in before they get spanned and yeah. asks him to pick up fresh cod. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> it was. And they're <laughs> absolutely <laughs> off their gourd. Yeah. <laughs> and they're seen they're in a supermarket, supermarket just falling over that's the best at the security guard where's the oh, fresh cod yeah, why yeah. haven't you got any fresh cod it's the best scene of the whole film for me <laughs> you know, I, I mean you've got like you myself. said you've got that argument going on and then he's like look the, even the shop assistant security guard's like look you just need to leave you obviously have too many or whatever <laughs> yeah. and then in the background you just see Mad just fall over like the shelving <laughs> and then, yeah. there's four people getting pissed like falling over in different places of the store you'd be like <laughs> What is going on in here? Yeah, they are absolutely <laughs> off their truck. Then it cuts yeah. to them because they can't buy any fresh cod, so they get a fishing line. Yeah. And they're yeah, just standing it. in the, near the sea, trying or the lake, whatever it is, trying <laughs> yeah. to get some fresh cod. Yeah. One of them, I think it's Tommy Falls in, doesn't he? That's it, yeah. But yeah when yeah. that happened, I thought, oh no, this is where the... This is the downfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he just swims to the side. Yeah, that's like, it, oh, yeah. this isn't the downfall. Yeah. This is just... A, men being silly <laughs> yeah because <laughs> I think the cod van turns up doesn't it because they order a cod and they yeah. got a delivery driver or courier turns up and that's why he swims to the shore to pick the cod up <laughs> but um, it was the quote that he said as well he said that because obviously they couldn't catch anything because all they got was a piece of string and they're just dangling <laughs> it in the water and he said uh, I'll catch a crane and then the crane can catch the cod <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. just ludicrous it was amazing and then they ended up in that bar they obviously carried on their pub crawl <laughs> Oh God, in, I'd about, yeah. They didn't intend to go on, and then they ended up at the bar, and they was trying to order some more drinks, and then the bar, the bar lady was just like, "Well, the barmaid was like, no, look, look, you can't have any more. You've had way too many. You got to go home." Yeah. And while he's speaking to, while she's speaking to him, he's sort of nodding over to Mads, and Mads is nicking the optics off the wall. Yeah, I think it was Tommy that was nicking the optics. <laughs> was it Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think she was engaged in conversation with Peter, and yeah. he over and Tommy's <laughs> just taking this bottle of vodka. Oh, off the wall. Yeah. It's just and then they're obviously walking <laughs> down. They're walking down the. They're walking down the street, and they like yeah. just staggering everywhere. And he's got them two optics under his arms. <laughs> it was that scene in the bar that I liked that well because very similar to the restaurant early on. Yeah, everyone else that was in the bar was fully engaging with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They weren't like because they weren't being unpleasantly drunk. They weren't no, being no. They, they were happy. Raucous, yeah, but yeah, they yeah. weren't being yeah. aggressive or offensive. They yeah. were just. They were singing. Nicolas, for some reason, just in his pants playing the piano. Yeah, he was. Yeah, never yeah. explained why he was in his pants. Nope. He was just in them. No, nope. <laughs> and even the piano singing. It was. Oh, it looked. It genuinely looked fun. It looked like one of the best nights you could ever go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even being there as a guest. Yeah. To, to their massive like, piss up. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Because isn't that where Peter goes on top of the bar and he just falls backwards and everyone catches him? Yeah. Yeah, that was wicked. Yeah, he that. just falls back and they uh, kind of pass yeah. it along. That's it. But I think that was probably the downfall of Tommy um, because then obviously his house was an absolute wreck and um, Peter went back, cleaned it up for him, cooked him dinner, sorted his dog out um, and then he was like, Let, let's crack a beer open. And straight away Peter was like, no, 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 no. He yeah. said, that's, that's sort of done now. And... And then he goes, oh, let's have a drink, like a, a couple of minutes later. And he's like, no. <laughs> and then that's when you know that he's obviously falling down the the yes. wrong the wrong avenue sort of thing. And he's like, I think he even tells him, doesn't he, on the way out? He said, don't worry about me. He said, I know what I'm doing, I'm fine. Yeah. But obviously, 
he wanted to do what he did at the end. Yeah, and I think that's quite grim. That conversation now, as Mads leave, as Martin's leaving, yeah. Tommy's house. Yeah. Tommy says to Martin, "Oh yeah, that's quite sad. Yeah, uh, I'm rooting for you, and uh, it's kind of like a goodbye." Yeah, I'm rooting for you and whatever Martin's wife's name was. I can't remember. Yeah, normally. But I'm rooting for you. I think you two have been together YouTube. forever. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. been yeah. you and you. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. Yeah. It was and kind I thought, of, oh, yeah. that's a nice thing to say. But then, yeah. looking about, then thinking about it now. Mm. Yeah, it's that's choking his, me up a bit, actually, thinking about it now. Yeah, that's his like, oh, goodbye. I kind of, I, I love you guys. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't think of it until obviously now. When no, don't we just, just, just. Yeah, when we're just thinking about it, yeah. Because I, I think he even says something else to him as well. That's it. He says to him, uh, Tommy says to Peter, like, don't keep coming around here. You you, you don't need to yeah. check on me all the time. Tomorrow, Basically yeah. saying, you're not going to need to because yeah, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not gonna be here. I'm, I'm checking out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, grim. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just sunk in a little bit. And that's, and I think that's why it's such a good film. It doesn't it doesn't preach anything. It doesn't no. lay any messages on thick. You can take as much or as little from this, I think, as you need or want. Yeah. It's a very, very real, real portrayal of four guys going through some shit. Yeah. Doing, yes, some stupid things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's it's just such a good film. It is. Like, yeah. Uh, why has come out of the laptop? Okay. <laughs> I was like, "Was the battery going down?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a really good film. Just quickly before we uh, before we kind of wrap it up, mm. the uh, I don't know if you noticed. I didn't notice. I, I read it somewhere else. I hadn't twigged, but then I like, went back and had a quick look, and I was like, "Oh yeah." Right. Martin's classes. So the first time we see Martin teaching. Yeah. When he's checked out, when he's not making sense, talking about the Industrial Revolution, before he starts drinking. Yeah. The class is lit very, very dull. Right. It's grey. Yeah. And the lighting's subdued. Yeah. When he's drunk mm. or drinking and the the teaching's more exciting, mm. the lighting's a Bright lot up. brighter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just a really good little contrast between... I think maybe subconsciously uh, 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 I noticed it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's one of the things that like filmmaker he got nominated for an Oscar for his direction. Oh wow. Uh, Thomas Vinterberg, was it? Was it? Yeah. I don't know, it's on Steve's thing, it's not on mine. Yeah. But he got nominated for an Oscar for it. I don't know whether it was fully Oscar worthy. I, I, I don't know. Actually, yeah, no, it was, because I don't think you need a million tricks and nah. things to be. No, nah, you don't need a massive it's CGI. Just... Nah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's got to be a good story. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. told it well. So I say those those like the the color saturation differences to mm. echo what was happening in the film. Yeah, he re- obviously knows that Mads Mikkelsen can tell a story with his face without oh, God, moving yeah. anything. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. can the guy uh, Thomas La Thomas Bo Larson. Yeah, they both yeah. got really expressive faces. So there's a lot of close ups to both of them. Yeah, which was, was really really successful. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of little parallels where Nicolaj's kid pissing on him in bed. And yeah. then when Nicolaj got incredibly drunk, he pissed on his kid in bed. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And his wife was rightfully angry there. My yeah. only negative, actually, about this film yeah. was Nicolaj's wife. Yeah. Because she was unnecessarily unpleasant to him yes. immediately. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was never really explained why. What he's done wrong, yeah. Yeah. And I just thought that made it look like she was just a bitch for nothing. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was a bit... It seemed... Mm. 
it kind of sat a bit wrong with me. I was like, I want to know if he's done something here or yeah, why you're yeah. portraying that woman as horrible yeah. without me knowing if she is horrible or yeah. if something's happened. Yeah, because I mean, the kind of guy that it just he like painted to me, yeah, the kind of guy that he painted to me he didn't do anything wrong. From yeah, my he didn't knowledge. seem like that to me. No, nah, he was a good teacher. He was liked. And he, yeah. it was obviously his idea to do this experiment. So. Yeah. And I can understand why but, yeah. she was annoyed with him after they'd started oh, drinking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the bit before, I was like, hmm. she's really distant with him. And it's like, it just seems yeah. like it's, oh, oh, oh this woman's a bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that sat a bit wrong with me. Yeah. But I mean, the guy that plays Tommy, um, he looks familiar. And I looked and he plays his best friend in The Hunt as well. Ah, uh, does he? Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. That's his IMDb page. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got a tattoo of Che Guevara on his he chest? He certainly has, yeah, and he's smoking a sort of cigar through a vape. Well, it looks like a vape, but it looks like a cigar too. <laughs> and he's got amazing. shades on. Thomas Bo Larson. Go Thomas and look Bo at his Larson. IMDb page because it's amazing. <laughs> it is glorious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought he was really good. Yeah, mate. I thought him and Mads Mikkelsen stood out. I thought yeah. everyone was good, but I thought they were uh, sensational. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just quickly before we wrap it up. Yep. The dance at the end. Oh, the dance at the this end This film amazing. is worth... Even if you hate this film, it's worth sitting through an hour and 58 minutes just to watch Mad just to witness this drunk dance yep. for two minutes at the end. His drunk dance is better than any dance that I could ever imagine me doing in he, my own head. And <laughs> this reminded me of Christopher Walken in the Fatboy Slim video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. channeling that <laughs> massively. And like some kind of drunken boxer as well. Yeah. <laughs> like the drunken kung fu stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, jumping he's off benches. Up. He's like doing somersaults. Yeah. He's, oh, it's it's amazing. It was a it was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, trivia. Yep. And it's not my film, but when I was just flicking through. Yeah. Apparently, in real life, Mads Mikkelsen's daughter, when she was a teenager, mm. she was friends with a lad whose name I can't remember. Yeah. And he was well. I think it alludes it to it in this film that Danish teens drink like English teens. Yeah. And his daughter rang Mads four or five times when she was younger to say, oh, can you come and take this guy home? He's wasted. Yeah. And he'd come and he'd pick him up and he'd take him back. And this guy was a great beer with him. Yeah. And that happened several times. And then <laughs> time passes, time elapsed. Yeah. The song at the end of this, th- and this is completely unbeknownst to Mads, he didn't find out till after. Right. Was performed by that lad. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And then his daughter told him and he was like, Fuck. <laughs> so it's just like a really weird coincidence. Yeah, yeah. That's wicked. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was quite cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I am done with another round. Yep, me too. Not for the rest of my life. I will definitely be watching this again. I yes, think Hannah wants to may. watch it, so I'll be probably watching it quite soon. Yep. And yeah, I'm definitely going to get Lainey to watch it as well because I think she'll really enjoy this. Even though it's subtitled, I think she'd still. Yeah, I think pretty, once you've watched one or two, I think once you've watched the first 10 minutes of one, you tend to. Yeah. Not realise. I, oh, I don't at least. I don't realise I'm reading anymore. Yeah, I don't mean. Yeah. I think the hardest thing I find about doing it for this is that I'm making notes. At the yeah, same you got to so, pause it and yeah. Yeah, I, I tend not to pause it. I'll just write and I think I've missed something because yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. do it audibly. Yeah, I don't mean. What yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So I'll probably do miss a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that's uh, me done with another round. Yes, me too. Probably have to cut a little bit out of it because I've just looked and we're already on an hour. <laughs> ah, right. Okay. Which is a. Uh, lengthy we might be able to cut some more out of the others there to be fair because that one was quite a good one <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, think we were laughing through most of it <laughs> yeah so we'll just knock on the door of a flam- flam- and citron, flame and citron <laughs> and polar and then uh, yeah and then call it cool. yeah, so we'll do flame and citron next because that was mine but yep. no, not because that was mine because that's F and it's before C <laughs> no I'm yeah. just poor rank <laughs> as if that's the thing <laughs> 
So Flame and Citroen, 2008. I didn't know this film existed. Mm. I think I said that in the last episode. Nor did until I, we started doing a, a yeah. Mads Mikkelsen deep dive. Yeah. And uh, directed by Ole Christian Madsen. Yeah. Starring th- a lot of names I'm going to butcher. So again, I apologise. Thur Lindhart as Flamen. Mads Mikkelsen as Citronen. Stein Stengard as Ketty Selma. Peter Mygind as Axel Winther. And Christian Burkle as Hoffman. Hmm. And the synopsis. The fictionalised story of real-life Danish resistance fighters Bent Farshau Fid and Jorgen Hagen Schmidt as they hunted down and assassinated Nazis during the German occupation of Denmark in World War II. Bent killed and Jürgen drove as they became two of the most feared and hated enemies to the German regime. Hmm. At least in Denmark. Yeah. Now... I thought this was very, very good. Yep. I thought it was a really enjoyable film. The subject was interesting. I knew absolutely nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't <clears throat> realise it was a true story until after I'd bought it. No. <laughs> I hadn't got a clue. Never heard of these guys. Glad that I have now. I thought it was thought it was fascinating. Yeah. I liked the fact that the film went deeper than just black and white. Yeah, man, yeah. It wasn't like good versus evil. Yeah. Bad versus... Yeah, yeah. There's uh, more to it, yeah. 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 Yeah, there's a lot more to it. There's some moral ambiguity to a lot of the characters. I think that enhanced the film. Mm-hmm. I think my only issue of it was there was a couple of things I would have liked a bit more explanation on. Yeah. Which I'll kind of get onto when we uh, when we talk about it in a little bit more depth. But I've given it an 8 out of 10. I thought it was great. Okay. Not not another round great, but yep. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. So what about, what about you? I'll do Steve last. Uh, same sort of thing. I enjoyed it as well. It was, um, like I say, I didn't know it was a true story. I've never even heard of it before. No, no way. So I don't know how true the facts are to what they portrayed in this film, but I gave it an 8 out of 10 oh, nice. as well. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's been a successful week so far. Yeah, so far, until we get to mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which was uh, very different. But um, Yours stands yeah. out a little bit in the three that we picked. It does. <laughs> Not just because it isn't subtitled. <laughs> no. <laughs> Almost everything about it. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, Steve has as well. Yeah. So he's given it a 7.5. Yeah. This was a pleasant surprise. Had no idea what this film was about, although it was based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen, as always, puts in a great performance. I enjoyed how, even though they were Secret Service, they didn't seem very subtle in their killings. Yeah. yeah I quite like that. And they? I don't think that they weren't Secret Service. They were rebels. Uh, resistance, <laughs> not rebels. Yeah, resistance, yeah. The twist at the end actually fooled me, as even though it was my first thought when she was introduced, the film did a decent job of keeping of, of getting me to second guess myself throughout the whole uh, film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I agree with that as well, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So a little bit more, a little deeper. Mm. The story. So you mentioned it in your thing, how true yeah. bits were. I think a lot of the relationships in the film. So between I don't Ketty Selma and Flame. Uh, Hoffman and Flame and yeah. almost everyone in Flame actually I think he was the star in this despite Mads Mikkelsen being in it yeah, he was yeah, kind I'll of the second, yeah. second fiddle weren't he mm-hmm. I don't know how true they were mm. but I know that there were bits of the film that were true right. uh, specifically the the end so <laughs> I'm going to start with the end again <laughs> so at the end of the film yeah. they both die yeah. which was horrible Mm. Flam, 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 flam gets yeah. killed. No, he kills himself. Cyanide he's in the, he's in the yeah. safe house, isn't he? He's in yeah. the safe house that we've seen him in throughout the whole film. Yeah, 
Yeah. He goes down to the basement. He realizes yep. that he's surrounded by Germans, so he takes a cyanide tablet. Mm-hmm. In real life, he went to the roof to try and escape. Right. Looked over the roof and realized that he couldn't, so then he took the cyanide tablet. Oh, so okay. that's close enough to yeah, not I mean. be a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Citroen, so mm. Mads Mikkelsen's character, <laughs> the way he died in the film... Blaze of Glory. Was, <laughs> yeah, massive Blaze of Glory. He was yeah. in a, another safe house. He'd been shot prior to to this yeah he'd gone to a safe house to get medical attention hmm. lots and lots of germans yeah <laughs> turned up to arrest him because at this point they were both like massively wanted yeah and he spent a lot of his time in the last few scenes firing guns out the window killing a load of nazis <laughs> yeah before they eventually smoked him out wow yeah yeah now i thought They've over-egged this a little bit for the film. Right. But that was apparently how it happened. Holy shit. Apparently, before he died, he was holed up in that house for hours. Right. And he killed 11 Nazis and wow. wounded scores of others. No Before way. they finally got him out and killed him. That's amazing. <laughs> apparently, he just went absolute fucking Rambo on it. <laughs> but the amount of time... I mean, well, yeah, because when he got out of bed, obviously, he's still injured with his shoulder and then he just grabs yeah. that chest at the bottom of his bed. Yeah. And it was like watching Home Alone. Like, <laughs> he just... Uh, McAllister just opens that chest and he's like, oh, what we got in here? And he's just got guns rifles, submachine guns, yeah. assault rifles, grenades. But the amount of times that he sat there on the stairs and shot all them Nazis coming in and then went back upstairs when the windows got shut out, I was I was shouting at the TV, grenade! Because he, <laughs> he looked up and seen how many yeah. was in that one area. I was like, grenade! Just throw the grenade! And then obviously when he threw it down the staircase, I was like, out the window! I was like, throw your grenade out the window! Oh, and it was so, I was so egging for him. Yeah, egging him too. on. Yeah, I, I, I just it was just excellent, and the performances. Yeah. I, I I have no idea who, I've already forgotten his name. Uh, Thur Lindhart is, yeah, a name I've never come across before. Obviously, Mads Mikkelsen's yeah world yeah. famous by now. Yeah, whether he, I don't know whether he was in two thousand eight when this was made, but Thur Lindhart, the guy that played Flame, yeah, I thought he was excellent. He was really good. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. see, and we spoke about this in the last film about like the facial acting. Yeah. Yeah. without really doing much, the subtle kind of mm-hmm. acting. His whole performance in this, especially the first kind of hour before everything started getting a bit more stressful, yeah, you could just see that he had this underlying yeah. level of rage and anger yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. from his face alone that was ready to just kind of burst out at any moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which yeah, obviously... Was, <laughs> I mean, he was unpredictable as well because, uh, I mean, he didn't kill women. From the beginning of the film, he was like, no, I don't, no. Do, I don't do women. And then when Mads... He eventually <laughs> yeah. goes into the apartment to kill the woman and then he comes out and he's just like, I couldn't do it. I got her in the shoulder there. And then Flame's just like, what? Like, and then like, runs into the apartment. Yeah, and he has to go in and, and do it. And he has to do it. And then he's like, that bit was horrible because he, he knows he has to do it, but she sort of looks at him and he just holds her head and points it towards the other way so he can't see her looking at him and then just shoots her in there. I was like, oh man, that's grim. Yeah, it was grim. It was grim. I like, yeah. and That's one of, the, one of the strongest points about this film is that it in no way sexes up yeah. assassins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is essentially yeah. what they are. Yeah. But they're, in the, they're just soldiers in this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's war, yeah. Yeah, resistance soldiers rather yeah, than yeah, like yeah. official soldiers. But mm-hmm. they're getting their orders from their boss, yeah. them, Winter in this case. Winter, yeah. Who's saying, go there and kill that person, go mm-hmm. there and kill that person. Unlike James Bond, yeah, yeah, yeah. for example, or other kind of spy films or assassin films, where yeah. though the assassin character that's normally doing the yeah, yeah. the intel gathering and the intelligence work, mm. they're just getting, they're just trigger men, they're getting pointed, yeah. go there, kill that person. Yep. Don't ask why, mm. 
just and that's got to take its toll yeah it was and I think ba- the film puts that across really well it does yeah I mean it was basically just a post-it with a picture it didn't say what they <laughs> yeah, did was, or what, what they were it just said this is the name this is the photo go and kill them yeah here's a Polaroid yeah, yeah. shoot this person in the face and, yeah yeah and, and blatantly like when that guy's walking down the street and he's just walking up behind him just like yep bang dead yeah and then, but when that second guy was walking down the street and I knew that he was going to turn around to shoot him, I thought he's expecting this, that Nazi. And then he shoots, yeah. turns around to shoot flame. I thought, I, I just, I don't know, I had an inkling, I thought he's going to shoot him. I think, that's where I said at the beginning, yeah. uh, there was a couple of bits that I liked, I would like a bit more uh, detail on. Yeah. That was one of them. Not that particular scene. Yeah. But at the start of the film, it opens with not quite a montage, but the, it shows two or three uh, Danish Nazis or Danish yeah. Nazi sympathisers getting yeah. assassinated by Flame yeah. in quite quick succession. Mm-hmm. Which I thought this is a solid enough opening. Yeah. Then they go to get their next job from Winter, mm-hmm. and he says, "You need to kill." Oh, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but Gilbert was it? Gilbert? I think it was Gilbert, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and kill Gilbert. Yeah. Who's a German? Yeah. And up until that point, they'd only focused and killed. Danish Nazis, yeah. not Germans. There's this kind of unwritten. Mm. This is this is big. Yeah, but I think because that happened so early on, mm. and because the first three kills were kind of montaged. Yeah, I didn't quite feel the weight of that decision. Yeah, in yeah. the film, I didn't, and it took me a long, well, not a long while, but it took me long enough to work out. Yeah, why that was important, mm-hmm. and whether that's deliberate or not, I don't know. Yeah, but I just would have liked a bit more. <sighs> Before that, before they got to, you're going to kill a German now. So when he said you're going to kill this guy who's German, yeah, yeah. I would have felt the the impact that Flame and Citroen felt when they felt it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's it's a negligible point because it does explain during the film why they yeah. haven't killed Germans. Yeah, I just would have liked it before the order was made, so the order yeah. resonated with me a bit more. I know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, I think he learned his lesson from. Because like, when he found Hoffman was in the bar, in the basement, and then he said, like, like, obviously, they, it's full of Germans, and obviously, well, the, it's the, the Gestapo, isn't it, the SS? Yeah. And then they go in there and hold them up, and then they say, where's Hoffman? He's downstairs. And as soon as he walks around the corner, he shoots his gun. I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah, was that like, was my second point. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is he doing? Why not just get a little bit closer? But then I thought, maybe it's in him that the reason he got shot is because he took too much time when he's walking down the street. So he thought, as soon as I see him, that's it, I'm going to go for him, and he just missed. Maybe. But... Yeah, also, that was a bit frustrating. And then obviously when he got closer and closer and closer, I thought, all you you can hear his voice. All you've got to do is put your gun to the wall and just pull the trigger and he's, he's, he's there. Yeah. You'll, you'll get him. <laughs> and then he just walks off and I was like, you've let him go. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but obviously because it's based on truth thing, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, d- I don't know if Hoffman was real or not. Oh, okay. I, th- I think he yeah. might have just been like part of the fiction. A character of it, yeah. Bitch. I don't think there's that much yeah. known really about them. Yeah. Kind of who the ins and outs of their actual lives yeah yeah but yeah that bit that was another one of the the, the, the minor negatives for me was up mm. until that point flame had been shown when he was allowed well when he no one else was kind of getting in the way yep was very very competent yeah he was he was ruthless oh yeah he, he did it, his yeah. job he had a good shot on him <laughs> yeah well he almost nearly killed um the lady what was her name was it um Ketty. Ketty. Ketty yeah. Selma. Yeah, yeah, Ketty Selma. Yeah. I mean, he almost shot her in the head. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he was like, no, nah, you're, you're, you're a rat. Um, and obviously when she's seen him in the car with Hoffman 
I was like, she's a rat. And then she got out and she was like, oh, I've been told to do this because I'm a double agent. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know where to believe here. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I was second guessing everyone. Yeah. And, and then, so were they. And I think that was a, a and then good thing because we were feeling what they were feeling. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously like towards the end, like, when she says, oh, he's going to be here at this place. And then they obviously like get the car and machine gun it down. And then there's that kid in there. Yeah. I was like, oh, so she's a rat then because she's warned him. And then he gets back to the apartment and there's a note saying, I've left to Stockholm to live I hope you come with me I'm like is she yeah I'm like, like, what she the hell yeah and then obviously she turns up at the end and you're like and she's still there isn't she and you yeah, kind she's of still like... there and Hoffman <laughs> gives the 20 grand yeah to her and the 20,000 pounds that's yeah, yeah, the reward yeah. that the Nazis have put on Flame's head yeah yeah because he I think he I think they said he killed 22 yeah 22 Nazis in his uh, right. career yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's he's only 23 when he died mm. which is Jesus. nothing is it I was going to say that's nothing that him. He was yeah. efficient for a 23-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. But yeah. just yeah, full of anger, the performance. The mm, performance was great. Really I, couldn't, good. I couldn't get over it. That was one of my favourite bits was just how well he did it. Yeah. And Mads was, Mads was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, he got a good look on him as well, like that, that, that sort of bowler hat and yeah, the, the round hat, glasses. The Harry Potter glasses. He was, was like, always, working. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was always sweating as well. Every scene I noticed yeah. he was sweating like mad. I wrote that down. I put, why is he so sweaty? Yeah, he always had like a real moist face. I'm like, what is up with this guy? I know he's <laughs> tender hooks all the time, like, but yeah. While we're talking about him, my third niggle about the film and this is my final one right was his wife oh okay his wife in particular wasn't a niggle yeah I know you mean yeah yeah but when the film started she they obviously they've obviously split up or they're on the verge of splitting up or something's happened yeah which is fine I don't need to know every single thing mm. but I would have liked a little bit more yeah 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 how they've got to this point. I know you mean. I don't, yeah, yeah. The film can start with them having been broken up. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. yeah. But I just wanted to know why she was so cold to him mm. initially. A bit like another round, yeah. That's sort of, same yeah. sort of similar to that, yeah. And he was obviously still in love with her. I get yeah. that it was because, and I'm assuming it was this, I think it was kind of explained that it's because of his job and who he's yeah, becoming, yeah, yeah. kind of what he's doing. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But I didn't quite feel it. Yeah. I wanted... I wanted yeah, I wanted more to kind of feel it. again. This again, like another round. I probably could have mm. took another half an hour of this and been quite yeah, happy. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because she, she even said to him beforehand. She said like, um, "You was like this before the war, so don't blame the war." Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then he was kind of accepting that as if to say, "Oh shit, yeah, I was." So yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe he was a bit I've of a dick to her. Morose. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Apparently, I'm, what I'm working out from this, I've seen three Danish films. Mm. They all star Mads Mikkelsen because Riders of Justice is Danish as well. Oh, yeah, I need to watch it. And I've yeah. liked all of them. I think I like Danish films. Yeah, yeah, as I say, yeah. It's at least opened up a little window that I might watch some more Danish films. Yeah, definitely. Land of the Vikings. Got to be done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, when he robs the food from the shopkeeper as well, that's that's funny. That's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. And then like he's just piling everything in, like apples, all sorts, in that, like, that crate. And then he gives him his money out of his till and he's just and he gets really fucking angry. He's like, what do you think? I'm a thief. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not here for your money. You're calling me a robber. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a good scene. It's fairly intense. Yeah, yeah, he was. He does intense well, Mads does. He does. I, I mean, you haven't, scary. you haven't seen Hannibal, have you? The TV series? I've seen the first two seasons. Have you? Yeah. Right. That's. I think that might have been the... F- no, it wasn't the first thing I've seen him. It was the first thing that I really realised how good he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking unhinged in that. Casino Royale was the first thing I saw him in. Yeah. I mean, there's a scene, I mean, I'm not going to say because it's a spoiler, but there's a scene where, well, f- throughout the whole of season one, he's calm, collective, wears nice suits. You're like, yeah. oh, I bet he smells good, man. He's oh, got yeah, a he's great office, mint. great job. Yeah. He's, yeah. And then towards, like, near, obviously, when things are starting to get a little bit uncovered, you just see how 
how how much of a lot of bad apple he is inside. Yeah. And he just comes to the surface and you're like, fuck. When he explodes, it's Man, yeah, yeah. That scene he's is a big horrible. Guy as well. <laughs> yeah, that scene's horrible. And just, his face just to see is, what he's capable of, yeah. His face is intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when he's not really looking when he smiles, it doesn't yeah. kind of disappears. Like in another round when he's happy, he doesn't look yeah. intense. Yeah. But when he's brooding, yeah. fuck me. I noticed that his normal <laughs> face is brooding face, because he, he doesn't smile very often, I've noticed. No, and when it's he a does resting bitch face. Yeah, it? yeah, and when he does, <laughs> it, mu- it must be true to that because when he does smile, I notice it. Yeah, his whole headlights off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, Oh, he's smiling. Because yeah, you realise that he's doing it. But yeah, he's oh he's great. Um, yeah, but I mean, it must. It, I mean, if Hoffman was real and he was going to that bar, knowing what he was and stature he was, he must have been so frustrating for people like resistance fighters just sitting there. So we can't touch him, and yeah. he's the head of the Gestapo. Like, but then again, you cut his head off, and another one steps into place, isn't it? So uh, it's yeah, just, of, course, of course there is. Yeah, I think there was a. I don't know much about. I'm not wildly up on World War Two, to be honest. No. Nah. Probably, I'm going to say shamefully, but it doesn't. It doesn't particularly matter now. It was so so long ago. It's kind of less relevant. I know, man. Than school would let you think it is. Yep. Yeah. I think there's bigger issues that we probably need to learn about in to, school that yeah. happened today. today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But I, I know nothing about kind of the Danish side yeah. of it. But what I did find interesting, and I don't know if I heard this wrong, hmm. or so whether you picked up on it as well. So Winter, yeah, their boss, yeah, who was obviously had got his own agenda as that came out through the film. Yeah. And he was part of the reason why Flame and Citroen didn't know who to trust. Yes. Because Winter was kind of using them to cover up some of his own misdeeds in the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah, Or so we thought. He flees to Stockholm. Yeah. And we go to Stockholm a couple of times in the film. And when he's there, Flame and Citroen are called yeah. to a meeting in Stockholm. So they go over and there's him, a guy called Spex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from another, another one from another, another round. round say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. But he's grown up and he's gone back in time. Yeah. turned into a Swede. Yeah, and there's a guy there called the Raven. Yes, or Raven. Who's Mads Mikkelsen's real life brother? Apparently. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah. Wow. And uh, so when they're talking, they <laughs> offer Flame the role of captain, captain in the Danish army. Yes. with ten thousand soldiers underneath him. Yeah, and Citroen lieutenant. Mm. Although he wants captain as well. Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah. Because at this point, Citroen's not the driver anymore. He's also a trigger man. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, killed. Yeah. He's started to kill people himself. Yes, because they don't want the, these two freewheeling their way around killing random Nazis because yeah. it's dangerous. Yeah, but they say that Flame will then either fight with the British against the German army. Yes, or against the. Soviets, the, the invading Red Army. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, yeah. Now Russia, yeah, we're also fighting Germany. Yeah. So does that mean with Denmark just sitting there picking up to everybody? See what happened? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. thinking we'll just go on whichever side suits. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Was yeah, that yeah. the? Yeah. That's the, the, what it said. They're on the it? fence. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I heard that and I thought, if you're fighting Russia, you're also fighting <laughs> the Allies. Yeah. But if you're fighting with Britain you're fighting with the Allies I yeah, was yeah, thinking yeah. yeah there was definitely sitting on the fence and seeing which way it's way yeah position to be and obviously politically it's mm. probably it probably makes sense I don't yeah, know I mean. yeah. no, it no the Nazis were of course they were it was evil wasn't it yeah of course <laughs> it was yeah of course it was yeah yeah 
But I mean, at some point, didn't they even say that there was on about invading Japan in this film? They said, "Well, we're going to oh, sort, yeah. we're going to sort out the Germans first, and then when we've done that, we're going to go to Japan." <laughs> yeah, and help <laughs> the Americans. Yeah, 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 and help the Americans. Is <laughs> <laughs> what? Was that flame that was saying? That? I think it was. Yeah, yeah I'm was sure so, it was. He was just brilliant. I yeah. love that he was. He just got the impetuous. He was very. He seemed mature. Yeah, but there was things like that where you're like, "Oh, he is only 23." <laughs> yeah, 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 and he was always angry. Oh, he yeah. He didn't yeah, show yeah. it very yeah. often, but he was always kind of raging <laughs> underneath the surface, like yeah. a, like a 23 year old rebel. Would. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we'll go to because we'll go to Japan Americans in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Mm. That's me done on that film. I think. Yeah, me too. I think. Yep. Uh, I think I've covered everything. Yeah. Uh, they've got a couple of bits of trivia. I think I've gone through most of it. Yeah. They had a budget of 10 million, which mm-hmm. made it one of Denmark's most expensive films at the time. Yeah. Which, when you think, if you're an American film, 10 million's not, it's probably not getting you your star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a ridiculous price. Yeah, yeah. And Citroen got his name because he used to sabotage German trucks while he was working in the Citroen garage. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And obviously flame because his hair was because his hair was red, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one was a much, uh, <laughs> m- m- much easier. Yeah, I did think actually. I was like, why citron? Is it like it is like lemons or something? <laughs> well, yeah, it means lemon in German, yeah, in yeah. Danish. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's because he was a uh, he used to work at a citron garage. Yeah, nothing, nothing <laughs> cleverer than that. <laughs> yeah, if you like World War Two films, it's definitely an interesting one to check out. It is, and it's one that would definitely go under the radar because you wouldn't have heard of it because yeah, absolutely, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it on your own? Uh, yeah, I watched it yesterday and today, yeah. Uh, I didn't know if Ad would watch it because I told him it was a World War II film. But oh, right. He's been out. <laughs> I think he'd probably enjoy it if he watched it, yeah. Yeah, I do, because he likes World War II, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's uh, Flame and Citroen done. Cool. Okay, move on to mine then. Polar. Polar, Netflix special. I think it's a, is it a special. I don't know, to be honest. I think it's a Netflix film. But I, I think I've only ever seen it on Netflix, yeah. Right, yeah, Polar. So, runtime is an hour and 58 minutes. It was made in 2019, and it was directed by Jonas Ackerland. Jonas. <laughs> um, whose work includes uh, Horseman with Dennis Quaid. That's... Uh, I've seen that. Good film. When I was living with Dickie and the lads in, yeah. in a house. It's got the Chinese girl then, hasn't it? I don't know. I've seen it once and I know Dennis Quaid's in it. Oh, the young one at Crouching Tiger whose name I can't remember. Oh, is it? Who's probably now no longer young. She's probably <laughs> like 50. Like, not that old, but... <laughs> yeah, I know you mean. Midlife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Three years past midlife. Zhang Ziyi, Zhang Zhang Ziyi, something like that. Yeah. I think that's it. Sound. Um, she's in that. <laughs> um, and he'd done another film called Spun. Oh, I've never heard of that. I think it was someone like Jason Schwartzman or something like that, like a film about junkies <laughs> or something no, from a while not back. A, yeah, I think any uh, bells. Brittany Murphy was in it as well. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Um, but he's done, obviously the director, Jones Ackerland, he's done quite a lot of uh, music videos with big names. So oh, if you right. type in his name, he's he's literally got top, like, he's, I think he's done videos with like Lady Gaga and Beyonce and... He's directed oh, all right. their music videos. Like he's well up there, oh yeah, he's, he's in loads. I think he's I think he's quite rocky as well. Like yeah. he's into like his rock music and stuff and heavy metal and that. You say after your list Lady Gaga and Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> loves his loves his yeah. heavy rock. Yeah. Bit like, Beyonce. You know how much Lady Gaga loves metal. Yeah, oh she's she's all over it. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce is just sitting there listening to her <laughs> yeah. Rage Against the Machine. That's it. <laughs> 
Yep. Um, synopsis. So a retiring assassin suddenly finds himself on the receiving end of a hit, contracted by none other than his own employer seeking to cash in on the pensions of ageing employees. <laughs> I gave this an 8 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> I fucking love this film. It's uh, First time I watched it, I was like, what is this about? It had that sort of Kill Bill sort of comic book feel to it with like introducing the the characters and like the slash and the blood and all that sort of thing um oh, i'm going to take offense on behalf of all kill bill fans. Yeah, yeah yeah i knew he was gonna say that um <laughs> and i just i mean the villain was ridiculous obviously because it's matt lucas <laughs> um but the plot is also ridiculous and yes it is everything about this any of that. everything about this film is ridiculous <laughs> But I don't know why. I just love it so much. That's and, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, I think it was a good twist at the end. Uh, it's obviously gruesome in places. But, well, quite a few places. Um, yeah, just don't don't fuck with Duncan Vizsla. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, so the characters, Maz Mickelson plays a guy called Duncan Vizsla, who is obviously the main character. Vanessa Hudgens plays a character called Camille, um, who is his neighbour. Yep. Uh, Catherine Winnick. What? <laughs> Lagatha plays Vivian. I think she was wasted in this. Yeah, I mean. Yep. Uh, Faye Wren plays Hildy uh, Rubio Fee plays Cindy Matt Lucas the main villain plays Blut I think he's Blut uh, Robert Maylett plays Carl he's the massive guy that was in Insane Clown Posse from WCW or WWE oh the guy with the ponytail uh, he was just a, he was the biggest what, he's like 7 foot or something like that oh maybe huge yeah 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 uh, Anthony Grant plays Fachundo who's the sniper yeah and uh, Josh Crudas plays Alexi I think he was the redhead yeah and Johnny Knoxville at the beginning plays Michael Green <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I realized it was him immediately yeah um, so yeah what do you think well, I'll do Steve's first yep get it out get it out of the way I, I don't know what he's giving it <laughs> I'm hoping it's not I'm hoping it's not two twos because if it's <laughs> if it's two twos then I've got to do a forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I can't remember if we give a gave a particular number for that forfeit. I think if it was I think, I think if it, if it was, if five it was, or less then I think it was if two people chose two. Yeah. Then it's yeah, a forfeit. So yeah, less than forfeit five time. then it's a forfeit time. Well Steve's giving it five, so you're all right. Way sound. Uh he's put why watch this when I can watch John Wick? <laughs> I love Mads, but he drags this film through, which is what I expected as soon as I saw Matt Lucas was the villain. <laughs> or yeah. as the villain, not was the villain. Yeah, yeah. I got the vibe they were going for, but it was mainly a miss for me. It was entertaining in tiny doses, but they yeah. didn't commit enough to being ridiculous. Yeah. Some of it was half-arsed, or at least didn't execute it well <laughs> enough. The group of assassins were annoying, more yeah. entertaining and corny in places. Yeah. It wasted Catherine Winnick yeah, yeah, yeah. in the role they gave her. Vanessa yeah. Hudgens did a fairly good job with her character, but her story didn't have the gravitas it was looking for. Right. Now, Steve's put a lot of things that I uh, I also say. Yeah. But he's polite about it. <laughs> I gave it a three out of ten. Right. And I will be honest... <laughs> That's only because I hated the second half slightly less than I hated the first half. Right. At the midpoint of this, I was sitting on a one. I, I, I no way. I, I got up halfway through, not because I needed to get up, <laughs> but because I was going, I went to my cup of tea, as it turns out. Yeah. And I paused it. Yeah. I thought I can get a brew. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was thinking, fucking hell, I've got, I slag a lot of films off that Matt loves. And I feel bad about it. <laughs> don't be. Because I don't want to slag you off. No, no, no. Well, it's, or it's, anyone that likes likes this. Well, that's, why we're, like... that's why we're doing this. That's the, but it's, I was it's thinking, your opinion, yeah. I was thinking, how can I put a cut? And I was going to say, it finishes on a one out of ten. There's good news and bad news. The bad news is, I absolutely hated it. The good news is, I'm not going to slag Repo off anymore. That's how bad I was for the first half. Wow. No way. But, 
So Repo was better than this for the first half. For, yeah, I wow. hated this more than I hated Repo for oh the first half. Oh my hour. god. <laughs> but <laughs> thinking about it properly. Yeah. And I've not ri- I've just written good and bad down for this one. Yeah. There was enough good points in this that pulled it through. Got ya. Yeah, one, yeah. and I think the fact that he's a music video director helped in this. The yeah. cinematography oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, yeah. was yeah. ace. Yeah, it's good. It looks fucking great it does yeah it's colourful yeah when it's on the assassin side of things like oversaturated colour yeah, it's really bright it's really yeah. colourful it's bleak and yeah then yeah, it yeah, drops yeah. down to when it's Mads and Vanessa Hudgens yep. into like grey shades I th- yeah, and yeah. I thought a lot of the cinematography like the framing I thought it was I thought visually it looked superb yeah, yeah. and that in, that alone yeah took it above Repo because Repo looks like it was filmed through Vaseline yeah. <laughs> 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 so that I was like no, that, that, that is that beats it straight away yeah I did quite like... No, that's the wrong word. <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen and Vanessa Hudson both managed to pull a performance out of their arse right. with nothing to work on. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. Vanessa Hudgens is a much better actress and I think she's given credit for as well. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. she's wildly underrated by a lot of people. Yeah. Mads, Mads is always good to watch, even when he's doing something that I think <laughs> is way beneath him. Mm-hmm. And then... There was a couple of action scenes that I liked. Yeah. Most, I agree with Steve. Yeah. I don't think it went violent enough or over the top enough when yeah. when it was trying to. I think it thinks it's more violent than it is. Right. Yeah. But I did enjoy the scene where he killed the fat Mexican guy. Yes. That made <laughs> In the that. hotel there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a good action scene. And I really liked the scene where he killed the five assassins who were hunting him. Yes. Partly yeah. because I hated all of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. partly because I thought it was a well-shot sequence. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, if the whole film had got this, mm. I'd be much happier with it. It's like, like Steve's put, why watch this when I can watch John Wick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't... I'm not anti these kind of films. <laughs> I love John Wick. I love Nobody. Yep. I, I love Crank, and Crank is insane. Is that... Statham. Jason Statham yeah. oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah the one where he's got no heart or he's got an electronic yes. heart he yeah. has to keep yeah he has to keep jump starting <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I know what you mean and I loved that yeah and that's along the same lines <laughs> as this is utterly ridiculous yeah like comic book silliness <laughs> yeah but I thought that was great and I didn't think this was great yeah but like, like Steve said it didn't go far enough with the the violence yeah the yeah. scene where Mads is being tortured I'm not a propo- I'm not someone that pushes for torture in films as, yeah, as yeah, I've yeah, said yeah. on this multiple times yeah but he's hanging up there. Matt Lucas is torturing him for four or five days. Yeah. Four days. Yeah. Because he gets away on the fifth. And I don't think he... Apart from when he stabbed him in the eye. Mm. And he only did that because he was frustrated that he broke his he blade. He broke his favourite knife. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't... It was horrible. Obviously, if someone's taking wire cutters to you and cutting you all over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gross. Yeah. But when you do that on day one, two, and three... Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, the shock factor... It disappears. And he's playing the Scottish music as well in the background. I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah, why yeah, are yeah, you that doing that? <laughs> but I just, I thought you need to commit to a bit more ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you need, need to, to up it a little bit, yeah. When yeah. Matt Lucas's character got killed at the end, yeah. you didn't see anything. You just <laughs> saw his head fly through a window. Yeah, yeah, just land right outside. by the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, why? Why not? This is a silly, yeah. over-the-top violent supposedly revenge film well, yeah not revenge film just violent anyway. film yeah why, why am i not watching matt lucas's character get his head chopped off yeah yeah i want yeah. to see his head getting chopped off i yeah, don't want he's to a see dick. his head getting chopped off yeah, yeah, yeah but i think the film needs to show you his head get chopped off yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. and there <laughs> there's some of the more positive bad points that i've got about <laughs> it yeah they're the positive bits 
Because uh, uh, Matt Lucas, I thought, was fucking terrible. Oh, God, he was. Yeah, Hated yeah. him in this. And yeah. I'm a Matt Lucas fan. I love him yeah, yeah, on yeah, anything yeah. that I've seen him in. I love him as a host on the Bake Off. Yeah. I think Shooting Star is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love him as a comedian and as a, yeah. a, a comedy show actor. Yeah. Polar opposite in but, this. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> that gag was better than some of the ones in this. <laughs> oh. But in this, I thought he was utter, utter garbage. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think he's got much to work with. No, no, no. And he's obviously, he's not as strong as an actor as Vanessa Hudgens or Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Of course he's not. I, I don't think anyone would ever claim that regardless of what's, what they're reading. <laughs> yeah. So he can't pull something out. Yeah. He tries his best. I think he's, he tries. Yeah, yeah. I think he tries to be menacing and camp at the same time and it just yeah. comes across as silly. I mean, he's very colourful as well. He's got a bright red suit, a bright yellow <laughs> yeah, suit. Yes. And then he's, there's that scene where he's like, don't disturb me. And he's just sitting on them stirrups and he's getting Vaseline up. And I was like, this is horrible. What is that about? <laughs> he's, got, he's always yeah. using hand cream and oh, stuff. That, yeah, <laughs> that <was> gross. <laughs> I've got the impression watching this <laughs> yeah especially the first half the second half like i said it did pick up a little bit but the first half <laughs> it wouldn't have surprised me if it was written by a 15 year old yeah i know you mean yeah i'll get that was trying to be edgy yeah yeah specifically and i'm amazed you like this film for one particular scene and you know what i'm gonna say right the dog oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i've written that down but yeah you hate I, I hate it I hate but you still love the film yeah 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 it's weird it's really strange but you won't watch some films where dogs die no I mean don't get me wrong I was sad when I first watched it I was like and, what the fuck and but the then... dog death in this serves no purpose no it doesn't it's just pointless no no but, but he's, ba- he's basically walking around the street thinking right I'm nearly retired what do I do and then he finds a video a rental box unit thing for like a dollar and he goes to rent a film he's, he's like yeah. he's starting to do things nor- like what you should do normal life yeah yeah just normal right, stuff this is what normal people do I'm going to try it and then he finds a box with um, the French bulldog in there and it's like oh it's 50 bucks or whatever he's like I don't need a dog and then the next minute he's got a dog yeah <laughs> and at that point I thought yeah. Oh, that's cute. I, like, I, I even wrote yeah. down, I like the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. five minutes Dog's later, well I crossed cute, that yeah. out and wrote, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then um, he's like, oh, I'm going to call it um, a human name, like Rusty. He's like, that's not yeah. a human name or whatever. It's, <laughs> yeah. it, it was hilarious. But then obviously when he's having them dreams and then Rusty is licking his arm or something like that or his leg yeah. when he's fell asleep in front of the TV and then he just wakes up because he thinks he's being killed, but it's not, it's a dream. <laughs> yeah, and then and he shoots Rusty and you just hear him, hear him like obviously fall backwards and die I was like well that's fucking grim when I first yeah. watched it but then I don't know it's, I think it's because of the nature of the film it is it's a ridiculous film it is I don't take it seriously <laughs> I, I could not no it just and, he's, and it's just the his reaction afterwards he's just like oh fucking hell <laughs> yeah. he's like oh fuck and the next minute he's burying him like, and I'm just like what yeah, I, get, and I think, I think it's because of how ridiculous it is it didn't actually sink in that it was it, w- think, it was like that. I think that's part of the problem with what <laughs> the film. Yeah. Anything in the film should serve a purpose for the film. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Either motivation for a character yeah. to push the plot along, yeah. to serve to tell something to the audience that they don't already know. Yeah. And it, it, it just didn't. It was just, it was mm. put in to be edgy. Yeah. Oh, look what we've done. Yeah. Well, yeah that's yeah. how I read it. Yeah. Or watched it. Yeah. Look, oh, look what we've done. We've killed a dog. Oh, yeah, funny, funny, funny. And yeah. I, and it just it just struck me as juvenile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you won't hear me say that a lot. Yeah, I know. Mean. As yeah, a yeah. as a thing. But it was even it was even weird at the beginning as well when um he's having his obviously prostate 
done and all sorts well that doctor that pervy little doctor <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about him oh, yeah. and, he, and, and he's like doing all these sort of exams he's, he's oh, well, I like to leave the prostate to the end of the exam something to look forward to and I was just laughing I was like what the fuck is this scene and then like he's um, he gets that cake out of the fridge the it's meds pear, fridge pear tartare or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. pear tart yeah and he's just he's just eating this cake that's been stored in the med fridge in his office <laughs> that little bit did make me laugh the doctor's thing I, I didn't want to no because I was annoyed at the, the first scene with Johnny Knoxville I hated that oh, scene oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, as soon as that started I thought I know what I'm in for here yeah I'm not going to enjoy this yeah yeah and uh but then he went to the doctor's thing and I did think that was funny <laughs> Especially when he took the pear tart out of the fridge. Yeah. And there was just in there loads of medical equipment and him and Mads Mikkelsen yeah. just sat there eating this pear tart that he took out the medical fridge. He just that had his fingers up his ass and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he was like, uh, how's he smoking going if he quit? And he's like, yeah, I'll quit. Now, next scene, he's smoking outside. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, fuck you. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that I mean, I was watching this with Elaine and um, <laughs> I've said, I turned to her and I said like, after like the first hour or so, I was like, I really didn't, I forgot how much tits and ass was in this film. Lots. Because it was lots throughout the first hour of the film. I was like, there's actually quite a lot there is. of scenes in this. And I didn't pick it for that reason. And she's like, no, yeah, I yeah. Know. And I was like, honestly, I didn't. It's, it's literally because I love Mads Mikkelsen. And I just, I don't know. I just love the film. Yeah, you're allowed to like yeah. the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, no, I hope people don't think that I was picking it because it's full of tits and ass. You just want <laughs> oh, to see shit. a lot of naked movie, I <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But then obviously it dies down when the storyline gets really, really good and gritty when it gets tortured. I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I liked one of the, one of the reviews on this that made me laugh was on Letterboxd. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> someone who took umbrage with the fact that like, if you've got, why have naked Mad Mickelson and shadow out his cock? <laughs> that really made me laugh. Because <laughs> there were so many, if you read any reviews, yeah, specifically on Letterboxd, yeah, about Mads Mikkelsen films. And right. I scroll through, I flick through them. I don't go into depth because I don't want to be influenced, but I kind of flick through the first headlines and sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them are, the top ones are from women thirsting over Mads. Oh, is <laughs> it? Mads, yeah. Oh, wow. It's like there's a the one for <laughs> another round is, or for Flame and Citrum, whichever one it was, yeah. was why are all Danish women stupid and cheating on Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sending round to me. <laughs> There's two or three on the the polo one saying, yeah. if you've got Mads Mikkelsen naked, I want to see his cock skiing. <laughs> he was just making me laugh. I was like, oh my God. I was like, people love him. Yeah, they really do. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that, but I was surprised by how, yeah. how thirsty some of the reviews were. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, obviously that scene you said about sniping. Um, he was naked sniping. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just turns up in like the blizzard. In the winter. Yeah, the blizzard winter. <laughs> and then he's just, yeah. Start by the naked. <laughs> yeah. I did like that scene. I thought that scene was very, very well done. I thought it was good, yeah. The way he was like sort of, I mean, even when he killed Ruby F.E. Like he sort of like capped her underneath the bed and then yeah, just the chucked, thing, chucked yeah, the, the axe at her. And then he shot that Hildy um, from behind the fridge. He was hiding behind the fridge and he put like... Yeah. sort of like a night vision UV whatever on the scope and he could see her breath and just shot behind the free off and then shot her again when she was falling yeah. I thought that was brilliant I love yeah, that he was talking to her wasn't he through the, yeah. through the mic saying yeah don't, like, don't, don't, be, don't be scared don't panic don't yeah, panic yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then she panicked breathed out and he shot her yeah 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 yeah. I mean he looked, he looked a bit like Snake Plissken as well I think that was going for that sort of look when he had his eye patch yeah yeah sort the of eye like... patch thing apparently it's a comic Oh, okay. I think I'm sure I read that it was a comic book. Oh, right. I'll have to look at that. Maybe, maybe it was just classed as a comic book style movie rather than a comic, but I think yeah. it was a comic. Yeah. 
And it obviously ended with the potential for another one. Yeah, yeah. When he gets away, doesn't he? And sort yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, well, um, I didn't. I didn't particularly care for the twist. No, no. Not I thought the twist was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I just because I didn't care for any of the characters. I yeah. Didn't, care yeah the, what was happening was yeah there. i mean I, I thought that she was going to be some sort of hitman um at the end and obviously when it turns out that she was the daughter of the family that he'd murdered accidentally yeah and, and he's having his bad dreams about yeah and then it was obviously tied in with the two hundred thousand that he'd been donating to charity and it'd been going to her and she didn't know who it was and yeah yeah i thought that was pretty good um but then when she can pull the trigger and then he sort of like becomes well she becomes like his protege sort of thing because they're going to find out together who killed her family who gave the order or whatever yeah. um but i thought that was i mean again the, the setting the log cabin uh montana i think it was filmed in and okay. oh god it's beautiful it, yeah the setting was some like, of them scenes were so nice the scenes were really well done yeah the cinematography of it I thought yeah yeah, it looked, yeah i thought it was the strongest part of the film by a long yeah. way was how visual it looked yeah i mean the, the laser gun as well the laser gatling gun scene i fucking love that bit when he's just like i'm gonna give you one more chance when Catherine winnicker turns up and just, He's uh-huh. like, I'm going to give you one oh, more yeah. chance to leave and I'll show I'm going to kill you all. And he just gets them like little finger pointers out and he just shoots all of them in one yeah. go. It's like, oh, That's wow. That's a silly scene. I, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. that was quite good. <laughs> Catherine Winnick, I think, yeah, was wildly underused. Oh, yeah, she was wasted in this, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, did you see Richard Dreyfus special appearance? No. You know the little I guy that, so. you know the little guy singing in the, in the bar that puts his like cloth over... Oh, was that Richard Dreyfus? Richard Dreyfus, yeah. Oh, God, Elaine picked him on it. and she went, That's Richard Dreyfus. I was like, is it? I, look, I was like, shit, it is. Because he looks really, really old in this. And I didn't realise how small he was. <laughs> no, <really not> me. <laughs> Or how tall Mads is. Yeah, not sure. Yeah, probably a bit of both. <laughs> Mads has got to be six plus, hasn't he? He's yeah. Be, he's got to be my height at least. Yeah, yeah, you thought so. Let's have a look. Let's go back to uh, IMDb. Did you like the bit with um, he's teaching the kids? <laughs> She's like, oh, you'd be good to teach uh, yeah. teaching kids. <laughs> that was the other one. I've not, I've not said it. I skipped over it. Yeah, that was the other... A good bit that I've put. That with really that made me knife. Laugh. Yeah, yeah. Especially when his way through, he was like, have you ever seen a dead body that's been in the sun for three weeks? And yeah, then passes yeah, yeah. a photo out to these seven-year-olds. That genuinely made me laugh. Yeah. And then he grabs up that uh, volunteer and he's just like, this is how you kill someone. He's like, does it? And everyone goes, yay! Yeah. He's <laughs> only six foot. I say only six foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he, he said about what questions he... Um, have, you, have you got any questions? And like, oh, what countries have you been to? You've been to Egypt. And he just he goes room and flashes back to a murder that he did in Egypt, like an yeah. assassination. He's like, yeah, I've been to Egypt. <laughs> Some I of the think, things he was saying. I think the film had potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. just think it needed to be in the hands of anybody else Yeah, for it to be realised. I yeah. don't think... What do you think Terence would have done with it? Terence? Yeah, the uh, director for uh, Repo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what's his name? It... Oh, what was his name? Something z- 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 it begins with a Z, doesn't it? It does. Terence is like Zalik or Zilik or something. Um, <laughs> oh, oh man, I'm just getting mixed up with Terence Malik. <laughs> oh no, no, Darren Lynn Boozman. It was Terence Dunick, wasn't it? The writer. Oh, the yeah, writer, was it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I imagine it would have been uh, worse. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I think Repo is worse than this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's still rock bottom for you, Repo. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll find something else that's worse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll I, try my best with Polar, but that, that's if fine. If anyone's going to, it's going to be you. It's definitely <laughs> going to be you. But definitely. Yeah, Repo. I just, I just could, I just didn't enjoy any of it. Yeah. My, but I, I enjoy, no, that's a lot. The guy that wrote it, I enjoyed his scenes. The yeah, yeah, yeah. that he was in. I thought he put, he had the right level <laughs> of energy and understanding of the material. Yes. To bring it yeah. to a, 
it's silly life. <laughs> yeah. But nobody else seemed to. Yeah. Mm, I funny. didn't like the one power chord that was there for 90 minutes. I was like, play a different fucking song. <laughs> Good Lord. It's when I told you there was 88 songs in this and he was like, no, there wasn't. There was one. <laughs> yeah, 88 times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 88 times, yeah. Um, I've only got one bit of trivia, to be fair. Um, unless you've seen Valhalla Rising that Mads Mikkelsen's always in. Oh, I haven't. Um, also, what I mean. Um, always in. He's always, always in. in He's always in that film. Uh, Never anybody else. Yeah, the scene where Duncan gets his eye stabbed out, that's the same eye that he's got missing in Valhalla Rising. I don't know why that's trivia, because it's a different film. It's a different setting. So, yeah. <laughs> it's loose, isn't it? Yeah, it's very loose. Yeah, it's tedious. Um, Valhalla Rising, that's the one where there's barely any words, isn't it? Yeah, he doesn't. He's just like a silent Viking. He doesn't talk much, and yeah. he's sort of like their secret weapon to win fights in the Coliseum sort of thing. He's, yeah. It's a bit like a shit gladiator. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to watch that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'd give that a whirl. And the other one is the neighbour's cabin where Vanessa Hudgens lives is also the same cabin from the final season of Hannibal. Oh, um, TV okay. series. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I did yeah. start watching the third season. I just never finished it. I'd recommend finishing it because it's it ties everything up really, really nicely. It's yeah, really I good. do need to. Yeah. I think I need to rewatch it from the start now. Though. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, I am, I'm done on Polar. I have okay. very, very little to say about it. I'm done on that. Right, I've, I've got, got some. Stop it and I should, should, doesn't stop it yet, do I? That's not how it works. That's good. I've got some trivia on Mads Mikkelsen, as it's Mads. Oh yes, you have. Yeah, yeah. So as it's Mads Mikkelsen week, I thought I'd just do a little bit of trivia on him. Um, there's not much. Um, just a, some. Let's have a listen. Just some stats about him. I like, so, a, I like a bit of Mads info. Yeah. So he was born in Copenhagen, Denmark, on the 22nd of November 1965, making him 56. 56. 56 years old. He did professional gymnast dancer for eight years. Which As. explains how good he was in another round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that scene's at the end when he was dancing. Yeah. Uh, Mads is pronounced like mass. As in, as, in, as in Christmas. So it's mass. mass. Yeah, mass. Oh. Yeah. So his name's Mus Mickelson. Yeah. And Mickelson is Mikkel. As the word, as you would pronounce the word nickel. Um, sen nickel. is pronounced zen. So, so it's mass. Mass Mikkel zen. Mass Mikkel zen. Mass Mickelson. Mass Mickelson, yeah. Not Mads Mickelson. <laughs> well, fuck me. Yeah. I thought that was quite interesting. <laughs> so when somebody shouts out and sees him in the street, Mads, if you don't turn around, then you know why, because his name's not Mads. <laughs> it's Mads. No. <laughs> also, and uh, I, I've now got to say this. <laughs> right. Matt said, uh, after we'd finished doing another round, mm. that he's got a bit of Mads, uh, a bit of Mass. Mass crush. A bit of Mass trivia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would I be able to edit it from the end and we'll just pop it at the beginning so we yeah. put that in before the film start yeah, yeah but that piece of trivia you've said how his name's pronounced right yes and then and then throughout the whole podcast we say Mads Mikkelsen podcast, we're going to call him Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> so I'm still going to put it at the beginning but I'm yeah. just putting this little addendum in there so it's done at the end <laughs> yeah it makes more sense yeah they'll be like these fucking idiots have just said his name properly now they're just buttering it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Mads, or Mass, is a form of Matthew, meaning gift of God. And I should know that because that is my name and that is what I am. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> according to them little cards that you get in, in like, card party, yeah. <laughs> that you give people. Matthew means, is Hebrew or something for gift, gift of God. From, gift of gift from God. Um, his favourite movie is Taxi Matt Driver <laughs> from 1976. Taxi Driver's ace. Yeah, it's really good, good days. Yep. Um, what is it now? One of the very few actors to have appeared in a Star Wars film being Rogue One, a James Bond film being Casino yeah. Royale, yeah. and Marvel being Doctor Strange. Coincidentally, yeah. his character does something in all three of these films, but I won't say what. 
so he's got something in common with all three films because it's a spoiler. So okay, yeah, I can't think of that off the top of my head. I'll tell you after. after. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I say um a lot when I get to the next bit of trivia. Um, it's all right. I again put ridiculous pauses in normal sentences, <laughs> so I won't worry about it. <laughs> he was knighted on April sixteenth, twenty ten, by Her Majesty Margaret the Second, Queen of Denmark. Oh, Big Maggie. Yeah. Big, Big Maggie. Maggie 2, as they call her in Denmark. Big Maggie 2. <laughs> Maggie squared. Big Maggie 2. Maggie Maggie. Yeah. He says, even though he doesn't go by Sir Mads Mikkelsen, or Mass Mikkelsen. I would. He's, a fr- he's also a French knight, obviously, because he's been knighted. Um, he was awarded the honour of Chevalier of the prestigious Order of Arts and Letters in 2016 at the Embassy in France. Jesus. It, yeah. He recognises contributions made at the highest level of, arti- of artistic integrity with the presentation of a Green Cross medal. Fuck me. Yeah, man. Big Mads. Big Mads. Mm. Um, Big Mass. When he was on the set of Casino Royale, Daniel Craig said, it seems odd that an almost unknown Danish actor was cast as the villain, Le Chief, or Le Chief Ray, um, yeah. a role almost as highly sought after as James Bond, prompting Craig to ask him if he'd slept with someone to get the part. <laughs> Fuck off, Craig. Yeah. Mads basically played it cool and didn't get arsy about it and just says, just wait. On my performance. And <laughs> <laughs> to which Daniel Craig was like, Yeah, do you know what? You're really good. <laughs> when was when did Casino Royale come out then? Was it twenty was it twenty ten or something like that? No, two thousand six. Two thousand and six? Yeah, two thousand six. I suppose, yeah, because this was the first time I think I saw Mads Mickelson. Yeah, and if you haven't seen Casino Casino Royale, it's amazing. Le Chief. Le Chief. You just fancy Vesper. Oh, Vesper Lind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they need to tell me her last name. <laughs> Yeah, she's already got yours, so... <laughs> yeah, Eva Green. <laughs> she's uh, amazing. Actually, yeah, I suppose he's not been anything massive up until Casino Royale. Well, there you go. Here's more trivia. I've got movies included. Go so, on. King Arthur, Casino Royale, Flame and Citroen, Valhalla Rising, Clash of the Titans, The Three Musketeers, The Hunt, The Salvation, which is quite good, Hannibal, Doctor Strange, Rogue One, Polar, Another Round, Riders of Justice, and Chaos Walking. That's the only ones that I really recognise, but there's quite a few there. There are apparently... He does, he's done a few, two or three, I think. Probably three or four, actually, with the same guy that directed Riders of Justice. Oh, yeah. They've done a lot together. I can't remember what they're called. There's one, some, I think there's one called The Green Butchers or something. <laughs> All right. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's comedy rather than a, yeah. as grim as it sounds. Yeah. And uh, he's in a film that I really want to watch. It was his first film called Pusher. Right. So let me click on it and I'll, say, I'll see what he says. He's a skinhead. There's a mm. photo of him. I'll just. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Paul yeah, Mickelson. Yeah. Jeez. Mickelson. Mickelson. <laughs> uh, a drug pusher grows increasingly desperate after a botched deal leaves him with a large debt to a ruthless drug lord. I don't think he's playing the, the titular character. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's definitely in it and there's a sequel called what, Pusher 2. Mm. And they're both meant to be. They're both meant to be pretty good. Yeah. They both got above seven well above seven on IMDb. Right. Both eighteens, both in the mid nineties. Yeah. Both ones that I think I want to check out at some point. Yep. I nearly picked Pusher for this. Yeah. It was it was gonna be my pick and then yeah. I found Flame of Citroen. Yeah. And thought Yeah. Yeah, go with it. <laughs> Let's go with that one. <laughs> so for Mads part two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But um yeah, that's me done on trivia for Mads. Nice. Trivia and facts. Nice. I've got no Mads trivia. <clears throat> I put no no effort in like that, so I feel uh, that's all good. Feel bad. Hello, Mads. 
Yeah, yeah, me too. I think this week's just cemented how yeah. good he is. Because I mean, it's like I didn't like Polar, but yeah. he's even engaging in that and he's mm-hmm. got very little to work with. Yeah. Another round, he's surrounded by strong actors and he still shines. Yeah. Flame of Citroen, he's the secondary lead, really. Yeah. yeah. Still shines. Of course. They're all different roles. They are. Yeah, they're all polar opposites. Yeah, one's a massive action film. <laughs> one's kind of realistic. And the other one's just, he's playing like a sub dude. I'm ignoring you, Gag. Because <laughs> it's the second time you've said it. Of course it is. It's I me. <laughs> <laughs> I will laugh at my own jokes happily. <laughs> again and again and again. <laughs> right, so I think uh, I think that's it. Shall we, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, I think so, yep. Um, so should we just tell... Obviously, next week is going to be Samurai Week. It is. Next week is uh, yeah, Samurai Week. Yeah, so that should be decent. I have picked The Last Samurai. You have, Tom Cruise. Yep. Directed by the guy that's done the Blood Diamond, which we spoke yep. about last episode. Yep. Or the first part of this episode. I don't really know how to word this anymore. Yep. Not that it matters. Who cares? Mm. I've picked... Lone Wolf and Cub. Lone Wolf and Cub. Sword of Vengeance, I think, is the first one, because there's yep. six, I think. Yeah, something like that. And Steve's picked 13 Assassins. 13 Assassins, yeah. The 2010 one, I believe. Yeah, I think it was, I think yeah. it's one from the 60s. Yeah. I think it's a remake. I'm sure they're both great. Yeah, so, so that'd be good. Be, I like a Samurai should be decent. Film. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen one for a while, to be fair. Also, to be fair, you've got some Samurai swords. So, I have. Uh, yeah, I've got some, some, some Instagram posts. Yeah, I've got one. <laughs> I was got, asking about. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, decoration <laughs> next week is, yeah, they'll be on the table. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I mean, one of them's from Japan when I went to uh, Osaka. And got nice. it from there. And the other one's from Stoke. Yeah, and the other one was from Bullockham. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the one from Bullockham. taking the piss. Yeah, the one from Bullockham gets the most attention because it's got all the, uh, the the Japanese writing all over the front of the uh, the sheath. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's it's obviously it's it's a katana as well. So it's bigger. I think the other one's uh, is Wakazashi or something like that. But, I don't know, mate. Yeah. I'm, I'm not up on it at all. But yeah, I've got quite a lot. I, I mean, I love I love anything samurai Japanese. Um, yeah. it's, it's amazing well even some of your furniture's got the kind of the, yeah. the, the Japanese floral yeah, print yeah. on hasn't it yeah we'll have to we'll have to maybe make um, some decoration up next next week for this <laughs> yeah yeah I've got make, quite do a f- some effort yeah yeah quite a few Japanese things <laughs> yeah I've got I've got an idea for a post as well for, for for next week ah nice well not 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 specifically for next week but for some point I'll take a photo of it in a bit actually <laughs> yeah before I leave yeah also the the weekly roundup is going to be interesting next week because this Friday we are going to watch Scream. Scream, yes. Scream we are. five. And I'm gonna see the new Matrix tomorrow. Oh amazing. So that'd be interesting to see what you think of that then. My expectations are low. I'm expecting to give it a three. Yes. Just based on what I know of it and the trailer. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I I, I can't go in with low expectations. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully it'll surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Which probably means I've got higher expectations. I don't know how that works. Mm, I don't mean. But yeah, Scream on Friday. Massively looking forward to that. Yep. Yeah, so it should be good. Opening night, isn't it? It is. Over here. Yeah, it is, yeah. That's how big it is. We rarely do opening nights. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. So, yeah, so I think we should probably wrap it up, shouldn't we? Yep. Yep. So, uh, ooh, what do we do? Let's do the handles again. Oh, oh yeah. We've got, I think we've got to do that every time, haven't we? So, yeah, so if uh, if you've enjoyed the episode, hopefully you have, uh, and you want to get in touch, either recommend us some films or tell us that we're bell ends, <laughs> kind of whatever you want. Yeah. Some will respond to, some we won't. Depends how mean you are. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best way is to email us at thrillseekers uh, at gmail.com because I tend to check that every day with forlorn sadness as not many things <laughs> coming. We had a couple last week though for people trying to sell us shit so I ignored them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. The, the rest is just more people following us on Letterboxd which isn't bad. Yeah. 
uh, what else? Uh, Instagram. Instagram's probably the next best way to get in touch with us. Uh, mm-hmm. That's our handles at Thrill Seekers. Twitter, it's at Seekers Thrill. Yeah. And then there's Podbean, which is our hosting site. You can go on there, type in Thrill Seekers, and you'll find our page where you can leave comments, reviews, uh, direct messages, whatever. Yeah. And I think I think that's it. Yeah. We do need. So we said we said at the end of last year, this year we're going to put maybe try and make a push to get a few more, a few more subscribers, a few more listeners and downloads over over the course of the year. Hopefully, we're in a bigger place yep. this time next year. I think we're looking at going into YouTube as well, which would be cool. Yeah, it'd be good. yeah, it'd be different. Hopefully, I've got the icons now for Instagram, so we can start doing the daily mini reviews. Yep. In a, in a week or so, I've got to kind of play around with them to make them the right size. Okay. But other than that, yeah. That'll be good. So hopefully we'll get a bit more traction on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, no one is now. That. That's just us talking waffle about kind of the channel. Channel. It's not on YouTube yet. But about <laughs> the podcast a little bit. It's because I watch more YouTube than I listen to podcasts. So my language yeah, is anyway. geared towards YouTube. It's more yeah, like yeah. camera a lot. I think I'll do that as well, to be honest. But yeah, so uh, yeah, hope you've enjoyed it. Even this random crappy waffle bit at the end. Nice. Yeah, so it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. Come back anytime though.